Let's get started. Here we go. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. For the underground world, every street and borough. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Flo. Football. Football. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome, buddy. And Simon. <laughs> welcome, buddy. Yeah, did you have something else you wanted to yeah, add Yeah, I did. Okay. I, was, I said, welcome to the party. Long live the king. And by king, I mean Andrew Tate. Gross. Yeah. Um, queen. R.I.P. See, that's Kamara leaning into something. I yeah. don't like. No one cares. That, Worked for Tim Pool. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Like I look at you and I'm like, I don't care that you're a fan of Tim Pool, but I uh, of of Andrew Tate, but I know he's not your god. Like that's just you leaning into it. So no, he's, he's younger than me. I can't. I can't. Oh yeah, super tough for you. Yeah. Uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're gonna rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five. Jamie Vernon's. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, but first, Kamar is going to go over some new patrons. They're back. Uh, we had a massive one. I don't know what New Zealand dollars are thank worth. Thank you, but. old. <laughs> it was at least $5, right? Uh, thank you, old listeners, new lessons. The Patreons is what keep this thing on the road. Uh, I love you all. Pass a present this week. Come on down to Amber Dance. I will dance with you all night long. Yeah, shout outs, Amber. Jordan. Big level. Hey, what up, Amber? Huge. Big dono. Thank you. Big and, dono. And then late breaking, like 3 o'clock this morning. Oh, I didn't uh, see that. Big shout out to Jordy C. Welcome to the Patreon all the way from New Zealand. Oh, that's the, the one I was, that's the one up, I was talking about. Yeah, Both Jordy's these people one. were from New Zealand? Uh, Amber Dance, I don't know where uh, <laughs> they are from. I only know Jordy was because his donation came in in New Zealand money, and it was their, double, double digits. Their donation came in? in their sorry money. Yes. Uh, we'll take whatever money anyway, you have. The, the no, Patreon, I imagine their money is a lot like our money. Colorful. Colorful, large, made of plastic. 50 throwbacks. The post show, which we do every week just after the show. Uh, last week's was really funny, I think. Last week's post show was really good, was it not? Dude, I got to be honest. When I, like, doing the new YouTube where I'm trying to pull clips, I'm the wrong guy for the job. You need a uh, Mr. Beast. Well, I just need someone because I hate me. And I don't love the podcast. So I sit there and I'm like, why does this love a, you guys? I'm either. like, why is this a comedy <laughs> podcast? Like Kamar, Kamar doesn't laugh at anything that Kamar doesn't say. Simon doesn't enjoy laughing. And I'm here just trying to fucking. Simon doesn't enjoy laughing. That's not true. We could change this to serious like, yeah, politics. Or that's, something. It's going to be that. Yeah. Well, Kamar wants to obviously make it about politics. I would prefer it under comedy, though, just for my own. Yeah, of course. So you could say on your. Yeah. Comedian on a comedy podcast. What are we doing here? I'd prefer that we were under true crime. I need a fucking cough button. I like that. I'd probably yep. get more. Because you, you need some comedy. You want to do some true crime? It's true. Maybe one of us could be murdered. Uh, well, some weeks. My bet's on me. Bum, bum, Joe's da, show da, da, is a true crime. Da, da, da. But really, we could, if we wanted the numbers, if you guys just wanted to blow this shit out of the water, Bigfoot. Okay, come on. How's your watch? Uh, well, we'll we'll get into it when one of the guests. But these companies are spending money. I worked at the Shaw Center. I was telling Matt there, Simon, for Amazon. They had a trade show or something, and they don't seem like there's anything wrong with the planet. 
Were you telling everyone as you served them, like, you guys fired me? No, I looked fired like me. this. What does that mean? Well, I, I looked like a homeless person. I, you were in I, a I Nike I tried golf not, shirt? No, no, I was wearing the uniform, okay. but I had the, some, one of my uh, co I, I think you give yourself no credit. You don't look like a homeless said person. said I look like a dirtbag. And I took it as a compliment. And then another older woman said, you look like a 70s porn star. And then I was like, you can't say that around here. We're, I'm going to get me too off the shift. One time a lady said, uh, do you work here? So somewhere I was working. And I said, yeah. And she said, I'm surprised. You look like you should work on a barge. And you have to say thank wow. you. And I was just, I did. I was like, I took it as a compliment. Can I get you a in barge? Here? What a weird thing to say to somebody. But yeah. it just what a cunt. The yeah. significance it was, is uh, I know it was back a woman. Normal. There hadn't been conventions. Whatever. I said for two it was years. a woman. <laughs> I knew because of that. <laughs> After I said that incident, and uh, things are getting back to normal. Companies are booking events. No one's wearing a mask. That too. I haven't seen anyone in a mask in fucking a year and a half. Like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? Have you really? I've seen people last week. No fucking way. I swear to God, I don't want to take prison because that's rude. But are we talking about? Hold on, are we talking about like at their job? No, I saw some at a comedy club. I would assume you either sick or that's what I was going to say. If you just had COVID, let's say, yeah, you're supposed to wear a mask for ten days. I don't know what the rules are. I'm assuming they just had COVID. Carry on. Saying I don't see, I hardly see any. Not concerned. Simon, how was your week? Um. My week was okay, I think. Uh, watch that dragon show. Love it. The uh, HBO one? Game of Thrones spinoff or the uh, Power of the Rings? No, I didn't watch the Power of the Rings. Yeah, it's going down the, in flames. Uh, like. Is it? What was that? Tubi? Not Tubi. Quibi? Quibi. I mean, um, Lord of the Rings, it's too far gone. They literally have like 10... Uh, Game of Thrones spinoffs already planned. Of course. Down the pike. But they could really do this for every house. Just give us... It doesn't even matter what the house is. They could be a boring house. Take your money. Dorn or whatever. It would still be interesting. They've sort of monopolized that genre now, though. Uh, I wouldn't say monopolize it. I I guess The Witcher. Is that the same thing? Do you know what The Witcher is? it's terrible. Well, season three just got wrapped up. I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) It's so like... um, I know, I know, I know why you like it. Tits every episode. Yeah, it's got a lot of like gratuitous uh, nudity, nudity. But it, you're not even sure it's real. It looks like it could all just be CG animated, you know. But even then, isn't um, like Game of Thrones has a lot of that? Yeah, that was part of the quota for that. Like I don't know if I mentioned it, but there's a fucking I saw a butthole in the first episode of Game of Thrones of the new one, The House mm-hmm. of Dragons. I've never seen an asshole on television or in movies, if unless you, it's porn. If you want to satisfy both your um, like lust for violence and lust for gratuitous sex, watch uh, Spartacus. The That's an older HBO show? The HBO Spartacus yep, show. Sure. That is just, it might as well just be like. It's a c- c- Caligula. I think that something that happened in Ozark too, the sex fell off. There used to be just a little bit of spice thrown well, in Well, as soon as they showed the uh, young kid having sex with the old lady, it was like, well, we yeah, can just we never show anything ever again. Yeah, yeah, that was unnecessary. We've broken everybody's eyes. Yeah. How's like, your week? I didn't mind that storyline as long as you never showed us, you know? You could insinuate. Infer, infer, yeah. I was going to say, I don't even want the insinuation. It's gross. 
Well, there's so much like weird shit like that in Game of Thrones where you're just where you're just like, oh well. I mean, it's not real, right? So are there different? Of course, all the dads fuck their daughters, and all the brothers fuck <laughs> their sisters, and some of them fuck dragons. So is it still just people? What does that mean? Well, that's the difference between the Lord of the Rings and stuff. There's orcs and trolls and there hobbits are, I and mean, elves. It's ah, okay. still just people, but there are, um, you know, there are still giants because, yeah, yeah, look, yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah. recruited the giants. It's just not as, uh, I think, uh, because it's in the future or more in the future, I guess, a lot of those things had died off already. Because Game like, of Thrones is in the future? I well, thought the, it was in the... Valeria, which really? is like the house that was... Um, Long before where they are now in, um, I think it was like a thousand years before or a hundred years before they are now in Game of Thrones. The one we're watching, the old one. So that's, so it's even older. They had something like, uh, I don't remember what it was, 800 dragons and enough boats to. Yeah. To stretch across the sea. The, the ocean. Yeah. The weirdest thing about that is a thousand year civilization and it never changed. Like they never got better technology. Exactly. <clears throat> well, still riding dragons the a thousand technology years later. probably did get better you just didn't it didn't become iPhones he didn't so wait you have it. a problem Kamar Valerian Steel used to only last a hundred years now they've perfected it where it never breaks my week was fine Kamar the dragons used to require flying and now they fly themselves this they is walk. a no brainer now they walk yeah. everywhere yeah um, my, I told you my, last week my parents are in England for Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock when did they leave? They're still there. Oh my! What a- I said to I said to Simon, and, and your, "We're living in my mom's your simulation." Mom, and your grandmother's there, and my aunt and my stepdad, and yeah. they're having the greatest time of their life. Wow! My mom was just like, "This is insane!" Like, oh, they're not Mike Bakers. <laughs> but the Queen died. That's not going to be a good time for them. It's, it's going to make it's everything. No, but it's like, it's listen. It's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, like my mom said, she was like, "The city honestly went dead." It, it, it would be like it was an eerie feeling. amazing yeah. experience as we are experiencing the reverberations. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't care. I don't give a fuck about Do royalty. Not fuck give the a royal fuck. family. Fuck the queen. Like, but ooh, someone wow. was saying she was everyone's uh, grandma. Simon, they own like a seventh of the land on earth. And then they still ask for oh, every I, citizen I of the that, UK to give them money. I share that sentiment. I just, you know. I want to know who's paying for that. all of this. And the carbon footprint. What do you mean who's paying for all of it? The UK citizens. What are you, nuts? Well, no, the, 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 the royal family should pay for it. They should pay for a funeral. They should pay for us to shoot off guns and guys working overtime. They should around. pay for our fireworks on Canada they Day. They should sure. pay because they're the seventh largest. That's the only thing they can come with this is them abolish themselves. Well, they're not going to. They've already made a new king. It's, it's done, trash. Done deal. It's pure trash. Dude, someone posted a photo of... Sorry, they lost their, their grandmother, though. ...of King Charles. His hands. Have you ever seen that oh, man's hands? Dude, they're, they're like tiny little sausages. They're not even hot dogs. It's they're so like weird. cocktail wieners. He literally has a bratwurst on every... Have you ever seen his hands, Kamar? I saw him. The, the I meme have... was the queen said she left the, the kingdom in good hands. <laughs> These are the hands. And it's a photo of his fucking oven mitts. I saw him like have a little hissy fit. Because some pens were in the way while he's trying to sign well, himself into being king. It was he like, probably has a hard time holding uh, on yeah, to I, a pen. I yeah, think I he's going to hold a pen or a fork. These are his hands. Come on. 
Oh, yeah, do those look right? like the hands of royalty? Like, do those look like the hands of someone who's never worked a day in their okay, life? First King of Ralph. all, how the fuck did he get that ring on? I don't know. It's never coming off, though. I mean, it looks like it's going to make his little hot dog finger fall off. And I sort of called it like a year or two ago that when she dies, it's going to be the biggest thing ever. And uh, the fact that this is going on for That's another a weird flex. Such a weird flex. When the queen dies eventually, it will be a big no, deal. I, I just talked about it and people were like, yeah, whatever. It won't be that big a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Check the comments. <laughs> wow, man. In okay. any event, this is going to go on for a straight week. They've canceled English soccer for two weeks. Yeah, I, I, it's, I, I felt for you. Doesn't even make sense. You guys can play football. She's a queen doesn't die every day. She'd want you to play football. Yeah, I, I was explaining to Simon. Yeah, she would. I was explaining to Simon. I understand next week not playing football because that's when the funeral is. They'll have limited resources for football games because you need a lot of cops. I don't know if you know this. What? Like every every English football game requires... Like when you go to a Sens game, force. when you go to a Sens game, you see some cops and multiply that by like, I don't know, a hundred. They can't have security. Yeah, no, it's cops and it's all cops and a lot of them. So, yeah, but that's my week. That was my, I just can't believe my mom's over there. I was like, this. and they're staying to ride it out. Well, yeah, they weren't going to come back early. Like there's... people are going to camp out to have the opportunity to walk in and see her dead body for days. Yeah, it's nuts. It's the biggest rock star. It's, it's. A big change. Or anyway, nothing. you want to uh, go over the guest list for this week? Kamar? pretty short week, light work. I I wonder what happened with this. I mean, I th- I'm pretty sure I know what happened, but yeah, we had. Uh, oh, we know what happened. He, he asked Eddie to stay after the other two jabronis. <laughs> exactly. Have. Okay. So. Biggest slap in the face no, no, of it, all time, dude. You two can be on my funny, stupid it, little fucking show, but not the main this, show. This is how I envision it. Is the four of them walking and uh, Brian, the door. We're going for steaks. Yeah, Brendan, uh, Brian. You um, guys go ahead. We, Eddie's I just, just got to show me a jujitsu ju- thing real quick. And they stand outside for three <laughs> hours. Hey, guys, everybody line up here. Everybody who's welcome on my show, take a step forward. Not so fast, Brian and Brendan. Yeah, it was, it was ugly. And then doing the whole, like, not airing it for a week. Now, again, we're being dicks here. I oh, assume, no, no. I, hold on. I assume Joe... Said like told them what the deal was. I, 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 my theory is, and I may not have it down, but he did the podcast. And then they showed up, uh, and that's why he didn't talk much because he was just talked out because he just did a podcast. And they are just finding out that they yeah. did this podcast. Oh now. my god, that's how it happened. It I is, thought because I have a couple examples. Wow. I did think to myself. Wow, wow, I did wow. think to myself it was probably before. Same reason as Kamar because before, he didn't say. And I, and I can tell you why it's before. And that's so he comes in. He's already done the podcast. They're like, "What the fuck?" He feels uncomfortable, so he doesn't say anything the whole episode because he knows that they're fucking secretly angry. I'm at just gonna him. give Brendan and Brian this moment. They really need this <laughs> that's more where than we're I at, do, gentlemen. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, wow. need to say Eddie Bravo, 1867, followed up by uh, Sam Morell. 1868. And did I, you guys see his Netflix special by chance? I did. I didn't. Oh no, sorry, I didn't. I, I saw, saw his Brian's rooftop one. I saw Brian's Netflix special. And he actually makes a joke about Joe. Have you watched it? I, I, I try and about through it. Joe being his friend. And you're just like, whoa, this is so weird. <laughs> because I think everyone had a moment with Brian, like a burnt moment. Like Brian, you have to stop chasing these sitcoms. And just focus on stand up, and he didn't. 
and he went for he kept going for the uh the so, acting so stuff. So they did the whole if you're not gonna listen to And unfortunately to him. he got me too'd wrongly or rightly, whatever, and that has ruined that career for the rest of his life. His comedy, I mean, I always thought Brian was really funny. But he's not a joke writer, he's like an expressive But he keeps talking about himself as a bro. Like that's his thing now. He's a bro. Dude, you're like 56. I it's so weird. The whole thing is so fucking weird. He should sort of be more refined by now. He should be exactly what he was, just like a goofy dude, you know? Anyways. Goofy goofy doesn't age well. Fine, not goofy, whatever. Jokes age well. He should just start writing jokes instead of being like all these it's all thematic and Yeah, it's like he feels like he has to keep up with thick boy, you know? So he has to have his own thing. But he he's so far ahead of thick boy. Yeah. I also think, Kamar, if you're going to be goofy at that age, you have to be like the goofy dad. You know what I mean? Lean into like the goofy dad thing. You can't. I don't know. With jokes. Like the yes, guys from saying, but uh, like, trigonometry. He, he has kids. So why not, you know, yeah. yuck that up. That's what wow, I'm saying. Because he, he does. cheated he, on the one yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah. He, he left talks his about his kids. But that's the other problem, Kamar, is every other comedian would address that stuff. And I assume Brian doesn't. No I wonder about that. He just talks about, about his. Uh, you you your... wonder, Kamar. I think the top comedians in the world all address that stuff. Yeah, and he's nowhere near the top comedians. But the I'm world. just saying, you can't get even close to the top if you're not willing to like. You have to be able to pull your own shit in. That's a big part of comedy is being well, that's, like. That's a real root of originality as well. Yeah. Anyways, we've given Brian enough time. <laughs> he's Joe not even on this. Joe week. wouldn't even give him this <clears> much time. All right. Do you want to rate the week? Pretty easy math. With three and a half, three point five, three point five JB Verdes. Um, I'll give it a three. Sure, I'll give it a. Th- I'll I'll match Kamar. Why and not? I'll three match and a half. Kamar and Matt. We have an agreement. Not a lot of those lately. All right. Well, uh, let's start with Sam Morrell, shall we? Thank you for letting us into your home. So this one was recorded Hold like on. oh I'm sorry 1866. 1868 Samuel. Listen, for the edit, it helps. For the, it helps a lot. Um, There's some structure to this show. Two hundred second episode. This one was recorded a long time ago, eh? Mm-hmm. Before. Oh wait, what gives Brian you that idea? Did I miss this? He says something. I don't remember what it was, uh, but it the gave Parks it a, and Rec was the <clears throat> night before. It was two sure. nights before. And I the thought Parks and Rec. The, save our parks. Save our parks. And I yes. thought to myself. I thought to myself. You have so many of these just in the bag all the time. Why only two episodes this week? Or, Give us four. Or, Give us three. I don't think he has as many in the bag as well, you Well, no. Uh, I, I'm remiss to say there was also Gordon Ryan, which Joe's talked to as nauseam about being the greatest of all time, uh, was the MMA, which we do not listen to. Yeah, he also had an MMA. That's true. Um, also, Simon, I believe... Who knows what he did? <laughs> like, Kamar, I was telling Simon, he Joe's... Doing a show abroad for the first time in a very long time London? in October. Is it yeah, yeah, O2 yeah. Arena. And your mom stayed for that too. <laughs> it's crazy. She emailed me. And I was like, Ma, we're not you're not going back to London in a month. So and I wouldn't go see Joe in London. But my point is, is I think Joe doesn't have as many in the bag as we think. And he's probably bagging a bunch for the future. Giving him the benefit of the doubt. Like you don't think there's any podcast recorder right now as we speak that haven't been released? If I do, there's maybe... Well, we know there's an Alex Jones, but I would say there's not more than like two or three. 
not more than two. Actually. What kind of? That's a, that's. I a mean, real we're not a hundred percent positive that there's an Alex Jones. That's no, we're not. You know, we think. Yeah, we think. Simon thinks. How many? That. How many episodes do you think are are in the can right now, Simon? I think he probably has like four episodes in the can. Four. Hear episodes. me out. Just hear me out. We've never we've never once caught one where we were like, this is like a month old. No, two weeks though. Okay, but my point is, is like I just don't see you know with his busy schedule and. I don't know. I don't see there being that many canned I, And I, I also don't see the reason of canning them. I think we have to assume that maybe Joe does two days of podcasting a week and does two episodes, like he lines yeah, them I up. Yeah, I probably agree with that. Correct. And, yeah. and that's how he, because there's no way he's doing it uh, four days a week with splits and stuff. Hold on. Start writing this down for the next month because you can judge by his outfit. Oh, yeah, it's true. What wow. Is, what's he wearing? Only 200 episodes in. Unless he puts on a sweatshirt or stuff, which he did do. Sure, but I'm just saying, by and what large, we... is Joe wearing? Yeah. Jamie comes in at the end of the episode. Okay, Joe, put yeah. on this fucking clothing t-shirt. <laughs> clothing change. Continuity. Continuity issue. Yeah, that's that's interesting. That's very interesting. Impressions are great. They start talking about that, and you are good at impressions. He also backed up what I said last week, that it's not so much the... It's the essence. It's 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 the it's the writing behind it as well. I'm okay at impressions. I believe, and I know that I say this about everything, but I'm, I think I'm out of practice. I used to do them all the time. I used to do it as like a defense mechanism. Um, and now I don't care about anything, so I don't have a defense mechanism. So I just don't do as many voices. But I used to. It's, it's still there. It's like riding a bike. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. In my head, I'm really good at impressions. I feel I know what you mean. It's like skateboarding where I'm like, I understand how all of it works. I just can't make my feet do it. <laughs> like if you can do something physical, they do. It doesn't even matter the tone and the cadence. Like sometimes it's just you can sit there and make no and just do the voice. But if you could just like act like they are. There's the other side of it, too, where you do an impression that's so bad. But what you're saying is so funny that it doesn't even matter. I like those, too. Where someone's just so off on the impersonation. Yes. But like intentionally. You know Christopher what I mean? Walken episodes. So, uh, Walken yeah. Impressions sometimes go like that. Yeah. Um, what's up with stem cells? No, that's Eddie Bravo. My bad. What's up with stem cells? He had a whiskey to hawk that was... he is branded with um, him and Mark Norman, which means you must be doing well. I don't think you scrounge everything over to try to produce a whiskey, but I feel like it might be some sort of a drop shipping because you order it. But he said it's going to be in the comedy cellar. I don't know how you drop ship whiskey, but maybe. Just have big vats and the bottle comes just if you. Oh, so I get it. They're just selling one whiskey with different labels on it. The bottles are all the same. I probably. see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. That's interesting. I just feel like you wouldn't want to do that with whiskey. Although, you know what? People are pretty dumb, by and large. It's all Conor McGregor. He made more from whiskey oh, yeah. than he made from fighting. Just ask Nate. <laughs> What, does does Nate have something he sells? Who knows what Nate was talking about at the end of that fucking fight last night? Either yeah, either he's planning to open a liquor company or he's planning to box. I'm I wasn't positive. Yeah, it was a weird. It was very weird. You were speaking to his his um I'm 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 doing I'm going to do some business better than someone else did. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then when Joe asked him to like, he's like, "What are you talking about?" He was like, "It doesn't even matter. Like everything." Maybe I'll box. Maybe I'll start a business. I hope he gets into like directing music videos or something. Or movies. That would be incredible. Oh my God. A Nate Diaz production. That'd be great. 
Is that all we have, Kamar? We're done with Sam Morello, right? No, he was talking about people taking jokes too literal and stuff. Like, this was very comic-centric. Um, inside baseball, road warrior stories. Yeah. If, if, you, if you don't care about comedians, then... Oh, yeah, this ain't your bag. His voice is crazy, though, Sam Morell's. So low, it's like a great radio. Yes, voice. yes, yes. And he he he, he talks like this. He's like uh, he's got a funny face, not a funny face, but yeah, he's great. I wish you guys had seen his Netflix special. I think it's really good. I watched his last year's Netflix special. I watched the rooftop comedy thing. special. Like during COVID, I watched his rooftop. Oh, when he was talking about it in the beginning, <laughs> but yeah. he, they edited it because he talks a lot about bombing. Which I think just goes with the course. I'm not saying that has anything. Like he's 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 an amazing stand. He's just really honest too. Like where some people maybe like they talk about bombing, but they don't tell you that they bomb. You know, on the The, rag. The one thing that I'll say is they're getting paid, and they're bombing. Like there was a time when he was talking about he was stuck at the comic strip. Yeah, and to leave there, he was getting minimal money there. But from that moment forth, you're always making money, which is a Tip of the hat to the American comedy. It, it really kind of does sound like um, there's a romanticness to the handing out the flyers on the street. You know what I mean? I was just going to say one of my biggest regrets in life. I lived you were in there. New York for nine months. I ha- like. There's no way they wouldn't have given me a job under the table or making no money flyering. Or whatever they call it. What do they call it? Barking. Barking. That's well, it. You, you I do also, that to get stage time. I know, but I'm also... And keep in mind, 202 episodes, I don't think I've ever said I'm good at anything. I'm really good at that sort of stuff. If we can turn back time. I know. So I'm just saying it's one of my biggest regrets. You're good I was, at handing out flyers? No, no I'm good at getting people's a, I'm good at getting people's attention in a in like a friendly, mm-hmm. non aggressive Well, you like, should do like TikTok videos. You're non threatening. I'm not I No, hate but he was media. he was a he was a cute baby kid now with gray hair now. Yeah, it's true. No offense. My point is just like I, I would have been there with like Patrice. I'm not saying I would have made it or been like, but I'm just saying you I could have, have gotten my balls broke guys, by man. these guys. And amazing. Who knows? Maybe I would have stayed in New York. Maybe I would have. Who knows? Could have been. Should have been. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Everything's brought me to this. He can't drive a car. I, I always think it's cute about men that can't drive a car. But I think it's obviously he lives in a place where he doesn't have to drive and has a lifestyle where it's drivers, whatever. But you should be able to know how to drive. But he has a license. That's the, the interesting part. I guess for ID purposes. But if he crashes, like he's What's, he's useless to himself. His license is useless to him. That also shows you how the whole licensing process is a total joke. Where someone's like, "I can't drive." They gave me a license. Like total cash grab. I also um, <laughs> total cash grab. It is a total cash grab. Well, they also want to make sure that people have some semblance of um, being able to drive. He obviously slipped through the cracks. You also hear a about lot a lot people. of people who fail the exams. I failed. I failed. I'm sure. But I still got it. I was 16. So and, I, how, and I know how to drive. How did that work? You rebook. Oh, you just rebook that. You're forgetting. You guys had that age where you could rebook like the same day and yeah, go yeah, take yeah. the test again. And there no was 365. No... Oh, maybe there was a 365. Yeah, I mean, no, I got, not during yours. No. I got my license, walked out of the place, and, and I was a fully licensed yeah. Ready individual. Ready to go, man. Yeah. I could have driven to fucking New York City if I wanted to. So like, I, was a Wawa West. <laughs> <laughs> I waited until like I was 25 to get my G1, got my G2, and then. The four years came up, 
So you have four years from the day you get your G1 to get your full license. This is graduated licensing. This is graduated licensing in Ontario. They went on strike at the just at the end of my four years, so I had to start again. And did, when you did it, was there like go out because you, you could go out and uh, get it in uh, Pembroke? Yeah, or Renfrew. If you went out there, like yeah. there was no test, you could just book it all the time. Like you could do two in a day if you were desperate. Uh, no. I uh, I did go out there, but the woman failed me. She was a right cunt. I'm not going to lie. My mom said to me, my mom said, when I saw the woman come out, I knew you were going to fail. She was so jealous how beautiful you were. No, she was just like one of those <laughs> crusty old women. You seem to be. How do you think I'm beautiful? What's going on today? You're a good looking guy. No, I'm like a six on a good day. Uh, great story about running off the stage and hiding in a bathroom. Oh my God, that was incredible. <laughs> I locked myself you? in the green room. <laughs> no. I, I give him credit that he went out and finished the set. That could almost be a movie or like, I like that he That's wasn't do- so unprofessional. She says to him <laughs> that you didn't yeah. stay out there and get murdered. Take the whooping. I got to tell you, Kamar, if I, if I tried to make it in comedy, that would happen to me. You'd be attacked. I would hundred percent. I'm the type and of, you wouldn't know to run and hide in a bathroom. According to Kamar, cause you're so pretty. People would just <laughs> want to attack you, Matt. No, no, I have that. I just have that, uh, that face. It yeah, says, like, attackable. go up on stage and hit this guy. Well, Why? Have not. you just been, like, cold-cocked a lot in your life? Uh, no, but I have... I have uh, I have no problem just saying the thing that will get you punched. Mm. So, right, I see. And on stage, Once you're supposed you... to say that thing, right? right so, like, I, I would always go for that, and I yeah. feel like eventually it would get me hurt. Like, what's Joe's uh, rape story there about Daniel Tosh? You know, yeah, that whole joke. Because you got to realize too, someone like Kamar, like Kamar, by and large, tries to be clean and probably wouldn't say those things to people on stage. He's pretty clean. He's not clean. He's fucking talks about fucking butt fucking. And I shit. have a rape joke. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, is that clean it's though? About like, time. ten years in, this guy. What's your rape joke, Kamar? Uh, we got one of those uh, sharks, like um, Roomba. Yeah, and the other day it tried to. Uh, I left my uh, laptop on the floor and tried to rape it. That is not a rape joke. That, yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my laptop wanted it. Okay, that's a rape joke. <laughs> I don't think I like that. You should have seen what it was wearing. Um, oh, my God. Jim. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm on um, board. Jim Brewer is like is somewhat like Brian Callum. I was just this performative thing. Like I sort of like Jim Brewer because he's a right-wing nut like me, but... If you watch a stand-up, he doesn't really tell the jokes. He just likes the face and they're... they're... It's a lot of, like, loud noises yeah. and yelling into the mic. You got to want to see that. Yeah. Um, and I, we may sound like old people. SNL has jumped the shark at this point to what it once was. It's just satirical, almost balanced. People forget that it was fueled by cocaine for... And that was the, the better days or it seemed like the wilder days. Yeah, I had a teacher in New York. She was like, she worked at SNL during the Mike Myers, Chris Rock, Chris Farley. She worked there for two years. And she was like, there was only one person out of them who didn't, who wouldn't leave. Like they were, it was like, we're on set, we're doing stuff. Boom, I'm doing coke. And that was Mike Myers. She was like, Mike Myers would go up to the control room and watch. And uh, do coke Le- up there. Le- no, he'd watch <laughs> Leafs games up in the control room. But well, that, she was so. I think there's something about that. Like that leads me to my next point. Um, you hear, you always hear about these party stories about like 
people like Mike Myers or whoever. Like I heard they sort of parted a bit. Then you find out after the fact. I can't imagine how hard Bert actually parties. Oh my god! <laughs> how much nuts. they talk about him, like yeah. <laughs> you know, everyone I'm sure in the podcast world omit something. Oh yeah. So he must. He, like it's. I it's, bet Bert. It's more than it is. Well, no, I mean, I think he's pretty open about it. I think he's like a, you know, he easily drinks a two, six or a 40 a day. He doesn't do hard drugs. That's the difference. You know, like, I don't think so. Anyways, listen, there's a Ric Flair story where Ric Flair talks about going to the doctor and the doctor's like, how much do you drink? And Ric Flair gave him an honest assessment. And the doctor was like, no, no, no. Like, that can't be every day. And Ric Flair was like, every day for the last 25 years. And the doctor was like, you should be dead. Well, he is, he's walking dead now, eh? Well, my point, though, is like some people really just like Bert might have that Mickey fucking Mantle Mickey Mantle gene. Simon, we got a touchdown score, by the way. We got one off the list. Really? Jalen Hurts, black quarterback. What did I tell you? Yes, uh, this episode, Anthony Bourdain came up, and I think this was the closest that Joe's gone through it without... Breaking down. Oh, he was. He held. He, he was on the. He, he was. He, he was held. He was riding a unicycle down the line. His foot could have could have touched either side there. And just coincidentally, I listened to this whole thing on the Anthony Bourdain conspiracy. I had no idea there was so much that he may not have killed himself. Oh, I mean, there are so many different. I, uh, I brought some to the table. No trees no on this guy, man. Like. That he was a CIA operative, Whoa. and then so he knows Mike Baker. Well, maybe him and Joe shared Baker, a handler. A handler. That's how they met. That I mean, because <laughs> apparently, and I didn't even realize this, but he had a show on CNN. Yeah, we knew that. And for a Parts while, unknown. yeah, for a while, it like was the whole network. He was the superstar, you know, and then he started saying some things that maybe went against the narrative that, you know, left whatever, but he hated Trump too. Like he was like, uh, you know, when they look at JFK and they're like, well, it could have been one of 50 people who killed this guy, you know? Yeah. He pissed everyone off. That was pretty much what was going on with, uh, I mean, according to, and he was like, you'd say a positive influence. Makes sense that he would be CIA, because if you think about it, here's a guy who has a very high-profile show going to all sorts of places, sits with the president, goes like, you know, goes places that most Americans probably wouldn't go without being like, hey, I'm just some nice, I'm just a food critic. Like, what if... Meanwhile, he's got a whole camera crew with him that are just fucking collecting all sorts of shit. Well, I mean, it would Makes be a, lot of a sense. great way to collect data now that you're saying that, Matt. Yeah. For uh, for stupid countries. Dude, a lot of places like Egypt, Egypt is not going to let you bring in a lot of camera equipment without taxing the living fucking shit out of you and send, and they'll follow you the whole time you're there. But again, if you're Anthony Bourdain. What is up with that? And, and if, if you're... That, sorry. No, no, please. Come on. No, I was going to say that leads into our next guest. What? Just places you can't yeah. take pictures of. The fact that you can't just... It's, it's very strange. Well, it's funny. They mentioned, you know, the States is like a, they're huge on that. Like Joe was talking. People take pictures? No, well, Joe was talking about how he's like, when you're in Rome, you walk right up to, you're like in the Colosseum. You're still, there's no like, you know, don't go there. Like, I mean, I guess the, the pyramids, like you can't go near. No. Like you climb the pyramids, you're spending a couple of days <laughs> in jail. Same with the States. There's a lot of historical things that like you can't get within a hundred feet of. 
because they're like you can't we we want to preserve it or or they want to distort history. But also too in Europe, just in fairness yeah. to the conversation, um, in Europe those things are still kind of part of like the Colosseum is downtown Rome. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They just kind of built the existing city. They didn't even do much to it. It's so similar to the way it used to be. My point is, is in the States, they would build a city around it, but then it would be barricaded where like no one could get in there, touch anything. You know what I mean? It would be a historical site that you yeah, couldn't desecrate. I just in think way. the things that are historical in the States are like the Hoover Dam. It's already, uh, I get it. Cause they're not saying? old enough, but I'm just saying if there was some sort of old structure, like the Coliseum, the U S would do their best. I'm not, I'm not saying they shouldn't, they should, but the U S would do their best to, preserve it as we do like think about our uh what are those buildings we have landmarks what are they called parliament buildings no no the fuck there's like a historical heritage site heritage site thank you you know what i mean if you own a heritage site you can't do fuck all to it till you are in power <laughs> okay yeah okay, yeah sure um we got it we got an explanation for the club and we hear i think it he said whatever November for water January, going. but there was it was in a flood zone, environmental disaster. It's going to cost him an extra million dollars. So that's mm-hmm. sounds like the city of Austin is just fleecing Joe. Probably, but that pushed it back, and but it should be open this January, which will be very interesting. To like say, comedy club owners in Ottawa, yeah, who like are tooth and nail clawing over. Then you have the Vulcan, who's probably just ram-packed. But it's a million, to... there's a million people, and there's a million people in Austin, and they have all these huge clubs. Like it's, it's we're a government city, though. It's not. It's just not. They're not. If they were working together, like I think all these people are working together, they could have something. But yeah, but it's just small-minded. Which was they? The comedy clubs are trying to treat comics, at least at the A level, first. Like we're here because of you. In Canada, the comics don't matter. It's about the club. Yeah, I know. Like the club many is, of yeah. the clubs have the guy's name on the club. Rick Bronson's Comedy Hut, or Mark Breslin's Yuck Yucks. Yeah. That's weird. It is weird, but that is it's just a totally different model. But his club's going to be huge or 300 seats. Like, who? who it's going to be big. It's going to be multiple rooms, I imagine. Like, the comedy store you know a belly room uh don't you weird think? though you gotta like as much as you're happy to have joe there like think about the vulcan joe moves into town i'm sure their business has doubled tripled but eventually like you know in like three months that joe's gonna open this club and then spend no i i think well that'll be interesting because i think kill tony will stay at the vulcan so they'll still have a thing there or That'd be interesting if Joe's club does put the he just Vulcan Amazon's he just Amazons every club <laughs> in the fucking need, city. You still need the funnel clubs, you know. Yeah, what I'm I understand. Saying? I'm not saying clubs listen, to warm up the, to get a to Joe's in the cave club. There. Like, if if all those went under, like in the aftermath, of that that approved, but I think some of that would be sustainable here this in just, Ottawa. Same amount of people. This just pulls people to Austin for comedy, and then those other clubs will do better. I think in just being in proximity to Joe. You know, Kamar, it's not the number of people. It's that like Austin is a yeah an artistic hub in the states. Yeah, they're there for a good time. You know, a Every lot of people single there. Person? No, but a lot of people are going there because they want to party. I'll say there, there's two universities here. Like, there's enough. I'm sure there's enough people. You're also forgetting the proximity. And I mean, we have the same thing, but like we don't have. We're a government city. We're not yeah. an artistic hub. 
They have San Antonio and uh, what the fuck is the other city? Like Houston are both within like three hour drives of Austin. I imagine too that if we had like an amazing comedy scene. People like would come here. Tony People from Montreal Hinchcliffe would come here. Running a show like Kill Tony out of Ottawa, more people would show up. And to my comedy. argument is, we do not have that because the clubs in Canada are more about the clubs than the comedians. Yeah, well, that's why somebody Kamar should open up a club and call it the Fathership. <laughs> and um, I agree with Kamar though. They, they also they have too much power. Like they're they're the ma- they're it's, gatekeepers, it's, it's, and it shouldn't be that way. It should be like I want anyone who might want to do comedy in here. Well, I think there there could be the because he they tell a lot of crazy stories about comedy owners. Yes, yeah. just how reckless they are. Yeah, and I think they are incompetent. Like, I need comics to work, and there's other clubs that they'll work at. So there is that relationship. Like the clubs don't need you here at all. Like someone can fuck with you in America because they're a club owner, but. They, clubs do need, they need you, though, don't they? they don't. How many clubs are there in Toronto? A bunch. Yeah. Like four? 20? Four. Four. Well, Toronto's a big city. There's probably eight in the whole I was five million say. people. But it, it, it should be like a New York City. New York City has how many? I don't know. How many? 50? 100? 150? Really? You think? Well, tear up. No, I'm, I'm no, asking. No, but if Simon, Simon's right. Are there a hundred comedy clubs? If, if you said like, like a comedy club, like full-time, seven days a week comedy club in New York, there's probably probably 10, 20? to be honest. Maybe. Like, 20? I get it. There's probably a lot of places in Brooklyn that have open mic Bar nights that do comedy, yeah, that sort of thing. But I think as far as like a place that's like, this is a comedy club for comedians to come perform, it might only be like, yeah, 15, 20. What do I know? It's just a pipe dream of... Wanted to think that it's a mecca like that, but Joe has definitely made Austin a mecca. And Dude, you don't hear about the store ever anymore. Oh no, that is what a, what a great observation. You just the store, never the store just, will now go through, like maybe in a couple of years that period they talked about before. Yeah, it could have a, re, a revitalization. Simon, that's another touchdown. Nice twenty six Matt comedy clubs in New York City. Okay, so I was a little bit off. But still, it's not hundreds, you know what I mean? No, I was with you. I said 20. I was pretty fucking close. I'm sorry to cut this off, dude. The Steelers are crushing the Bengals right now. That is terrible. Terrible. Yeah. That'll fuck everything up. Yeah. Joe quoted Steve Ranella, which I thought was one of the more insightful things I've ever heard him say. Not there's anything wrong. Go on. Yeah, what was it? Uh, there's, There's fun in the moment and fun in the fact. The fun in the moment is you, you, you laugh that and then it's gone forever. Something happens and six months later, you can see what was funny about it. Enjoy it. Yeah, listen, most terrible, the, thi- most terrible things that happen to you, if given enough time, you'll be able to look back at and look at with fondness and, and laughter. I think the moment, short of someone being like murdered. The moment you know. is more valuable. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's value in just like having a good time. Well, laughing, well that's course. that's how we exist. Yeah. Like, but it's like a gift to have a memory of something funny versus just relying on something funny happening. Like, I know they shot on Dennis Leary and he probably stole this bit, but Dennis Leary had that bit where he was like, you know, life is all about just the small things. You eat the cookie, you come. You know, it's not a sustained, you just have like, you just have good moments and the rest of life is... Have you have you watched his uh, interaction with Greg Geraldo? Yeah, yeah I've spoken classic. about it so it really many times. It really is like... 
I, I told you the best part is when when he goes, what, did you come here with prepared stuff? And he goes, yeah, Dennis, we're comedians. That's what we do. <laughs> he got we're professionals, yeah. I think he says. It was so, like... Well, and it's great, too, because... One guy's a comic, one guy isn't. Because Dennis Leary's sitting there on his high horse, too, with uh, the big dude from Boston. What's his name? Lenny Clark. Yeah. No, not Lenny Clark. Yes, it is exactly Lenny Clark. It is. Lenny Clark is the guy from that show, which yes, is, is so good, by the way. Anyways, go on. They, they who's start- the guy from? Who's the guy that started comedy? Lenny Bruce. Lenny, but Bruce. It, well, it is Lenny Clark. Yeah, it was right. Lenny Clark, My yeah. point is, Lenny Clark is sitting there. He's like big henchman, and yeah, Geraldo just doesn't give a fuck. The um, doesn't care. I don't know about his comedy. I only really know that asshole song, but the show um, where he's the fireman, rescue me is really one of the best shows ever on television. It's so, like, real. Yeah, that's what it was. He was a movie star. The scene the scene where they have to go to um, sensitivity training because someone called the female firefighter a cunt yeah. is one of my favorite scenes on television ever. The guy giving the sensitivity training is like, um, has anyone here ever had a racist thought? And no one puts their hand up. And Dennis Leary has his hand way up and he's looking around. And the guy's like, he's all surprised. He's like, oh, uh, you, sir, you, you've had a racist thought. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I won't go into it. No, it had a lot of sex, comedy, and action. Well, it, had, it was firefighters. And he, he was just a mess. It was just a, it was a really good show. And unfortunately, it came out right around the time, uh, I forgot to say, as we were recording this on, the 21st anniversary of September 11th. Well, we are September right 11th around. today. Shut up. Yeah. 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 That's what he just said. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, we don't understand a word that comes out of your mouth. No way. I mean, maybe every third word. Guys, let me know if you understood what I said or just, <laughs> just repeat it. I understand some things you say, Kamar. Don't worry, buddy. Um, Sam tells his coming up story, which, which I always like, like the origins or whatever. What I did not know. I'll say I've heard him a lot. Sam like, yeah, yeah. Like, I know. I, I think I know who he is. Are you friends with him on Facebook? No. Oh, I didn't okay. I didn't get to know him any better this episode, but I got to like him more. Um he mentioned Adderall and Joe's like, why do you take that? I got really like um like what do you put in your body? Yeah, really judgy. Like it's really critical. What's the difference of, between smoking weed, Adderall, whatever? Like, do whatever the fuck you want. I really would like someone to go on there and be like, you know, I'm still Doing coke, yeah. What like, yeah. percent <laughs> yeah. guys have been on there? Thank and you. Do it. No, but it's, you. it's weird you say oh, that so because how does that work for you. No, but it's weird you say that because Doctor Carl Hart can come on and be like, "I occasionally smoke heroin," and Joe's like, "Wow, how big of you to come out and say you smoke heroin?" Yeah. You know, this is great. But Sam Rell comes on and is like, "Yeah, I do a bit of Adderall to like help me concentrate and write." And Joe's like, "Oh, come on, man, you're better than that." What are you doing? What are you talking about? So if I smoke street heroin, you're cool with that? I. It's a weird flex. Very. It's weird a weird flex. flex. Yeah. Agreed. Also, let everyone have their own, you know, you work out incessantly. Oh, no, but off camera, for sure. Put them on blast and say, you know, that's very dangerous. Like, that's if, a good point. If you feel that way, but just in these, these brief moments where it's like an insensitivity that we've seen him omit stuff. Yeah, it's the yeah the condescension is a little too much. Sometimes. You know and, what I think and, it is, and I think it's unintentional. I don't think he's a dick. I think we need to give Joe some credit too. He's a father, and I think often that comes through too, where he's you know he has kids that are probably close to that age where Adderall. He's just saying, are you sure you need that? And if you need it, do what you gotta do, man. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, but we all felt that way. Uh, definitely, the path to success has changed. 
Like you can become a successful comedian. Um, I'm not an example of it, putting clips on Instagram, TikTok, or any of these things like Garner following get in there, whereas before it was just the Tonight Show or something. Kamar, I said to Simon last night, watching the fights, I said, look, there's Mark Wahlberg. And then I said, look, there's two like 14-year-old kids sitting two rows ahead of Mark Wahlberg. And Simon was like, yeah, Instagram, TikTok. And it just, you know, that's the world we live in where like someone from not long ago who was the biggest star in the world there's now someone sitting in better seats that's like 18 years old. Did you see Lex and Shane sitting together at the uh, fights? No, I did not. I was watching it, but was Lex wearing his traditional? Of course. But dude, I said to Simon, because Simon was like, oh, he's sitting with Shane. And I was like, I wonder if Shane's going to get him drunk. Dude, by the last fight, Kamar, Lex had his tie like loosened and was sitting. He he had a couple of He looked like he had tied one off. Maybe one day he'll watch the fights with us and you can. No, he won't. He has a crew We were commenting when we watched the fight last night that there wasn't that much on the celebrity cam. Because it it, it was the worst pay per view I've ever seen. And I was really looking forward to a lot of the stuff that was going down. Well, yeah, one of those fights, uh, the Kazmat. Hamzat. Hamzat. That was insane. Ended so fucking quickly. Because the guy went, let's go, and he just attacked him. That was nuts. Well, the guy I, thought they were going to fight for a little bit, and he was just like, nope. Nope. I'm going to cheat my way into some I'm going to show up eight pounds heavy, and I'm going to show you how fast I move, like a fucking gazelle. Yeah. Mar, I was saying to Simon, too. Again, it shows you <laughs> Dana White does everyone dirty. His plan was to put Nate Diaz in the ring with that little fucking pit bull for his last UFC fight. Yeah, he would have gone out. Like, think bloodied. about it. He gave Luke oh Rockhold. Oh my god, you think that was a hit? Oh, for sure. And it was a hit. Off that he did. Oh, I don't it even know that. What are you talking ball. about, dude? Nate Diaz even said at the end, he's like, Joe was like, You're gonna come back? And he's like, Listen, man, I have a love hate relationship with the UFC. That's for real. But and Dana. That could be anything that's happened in his career there. Not okay, hold on, hold on. He's absolutely right. What they happened? tried to oh, fucking um, assassinate him. What happened last week? We had Luke Rockhold fighting at like 62,000 feet against a fucking the fittest Brazilian on earth. That's so fucking Dana White is a fucking so cool Dana White is a fucking hitman. He does not give a fuck. Oh, you want to leave? I'm going to kill you. Wow. Dude, Dana White is blood in, blood what out. What a subplot. But that's the way it's got to be. Sure, I'm just saying it is I fucking wish There ruthless. was a Dana White for boxing. There there was. Don King. Don King, yeah. Yeah, I guess he was the villain. Just for a boxing. rock promoter, but like a legitimate so someone could talk on behalf of these oh because he's such a mainstay. If you ever watch clips of um the ultimate fighter, like he was a skinnier guy when when like Nate started. You want to hear my hot take? I think at this point he's hurting the UFC more than he's helping it. Whoa, go on. I just think, I think Dana, there, well, there is no UFC without Dana. Yeah. So he's like the Brian Callen in my, uh, the Brian Red Band. You cannot, there is no UFC without Dana White doing what he's done for years. But I think at this point, he, there's too much of his ego in. Yeah, so you should step in, down like a Jeff Bezos and put in True Jordy. Well, that'd be funny. That'd be great. No, I mean, you have a crew there that knows the game well. You don't need your ego and... I'm sure he's mentoring someone, but it's like, it's his baby. Like I get it. It's tough to walk away. I'm just saying. He's like a queen. Yeah, That'll be weird when Dana White isn't connected to the, the UFC, if I'm alive at that time. Like, um, they make a lot of money, the UFC, yeah? 
a ton of money. Not yeah. like NFL money, but they make a lot of money. So they could pay their fighters well and still make a lot of money, yeah? 16%. What are you saying, 16%? That is the cut of the pie that the fighters get. Uh-huh. 16%. Do you know what the NFL gets? The players? Probably 50%. 51%. The NBA? Probably 49%. I think it's 51% as well. So my point is, is every other massive league in the world, they're very successful and they split the pie evenly. The billionaires have say... Have they always done that though? Like well, how long cl- did it take before they... As soon as they had a union, NHLPA, NBAPA, NFLPA, collective bargaining, they always go to the table together. And as they go to the table together, they're stronger and they get a better deal. Yeah, Dana so White why is, don't the fighters just do that? The UFC then? is nowhere near as big as those leagues you described. Doesn't matter. I still... Kamar. It doesn't make it right. But it's I'm, all on. proportionate though, right? They can still make yes. half the money. I wonder if how long it took the those leagues we're talking about, we'll call them legacy leagues and compared to the UFC from getting 16% to... Well, this is what I was on. just how saying. About, how about, even hear me out. You can't, there's no world where you can argue that the UFC couldn't give up 32%, so double, and that they wouldn't still turn a great profit. And think about it. If every payer is making twice as much, they're all fed, they're happy. Like Dana's whole thing is you need to keep these guys broken hungry. Every payer? Player. Sorry. Uh, that fighter. was a Freudian My slip. bad, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm just trying to play Diablo. No, no, and that's fine. I just think... I can't. I, 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 I agree with you. I, I have a tough time believing that 70% of the profits, you can't run a successful business. If you're watching it with someone and they ask, how, how much are they getting paid to do this? And you tell them, they're, they're always, always shocked. Yeah, well, but you're like 68,000. <laughs> considering, like, too, that football players make so much money because we say, okay, well, they're risking their lives. You know, same with fighting, like you're putting a lot on the line. Uh, health-wise, you should be compensated. Yes. Yeah. Then they talked about Roddy Dangerfield and older comics. Those are always inspiring stories. I love uh, Back to School. Oh, of course. The, of course. What was the name of the dive? That's a good uh, trivia question. That's the so Triple Undy? Triple Lundy. Lundy, Lundy, yeah. Simon, you can't ask questions now past like the 90s. Okay, the triple Lundy gotcha. I have a I have a great um, category of uh, trivia. Okay, go on. Screen time to Oscar. Okay. Say it again. So how much, how much screen, screen time, time did it take had, you to get an and Oscar? They, wanted, they were in the oh, film for this long. For oh, that's what you're saying. So it's like the biggest ratio exactly. difference. That's what you're looking exactly. for. But there's a couple examples you can play play around with. Because you can do the, words the most. Well, I know a guy. Who is actually, um, what is it called when you record everything in the show? Stenographer. Is, but does it line per character? Who has the most lines in each yeah, episode yeah. and therefore a season and therefore the whole show? Who well, spoke the most? That's not a stenographer. Is that what he's saying? They, 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 they write down all the words for each character and count them. That's not a stenographer, but I, it's a, what the fuck? Whatever is it? it is. I liked what you called it. Sure. Um, he called it a stenographer. And they talked about... Anne Hathaway uh, won an Oscar, said zero words. Rest in so, peace. So, what, uh, what actor won... Won an Oscar without saying dialogue. any words? Yeah, Boom. that's a good question. Yeah. What, well, what there's a bunch of questions. actor that, won an Oscar without saying any words? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Anne Hathaway for the piano. She was definite or oh, mute. Oh, no. Anne Hathaway still alive. Anne Hesh, R.I.P. 
Yeah, Anne Hesh's. If she is, or she's hanging with Epstein. So she played a mute, and she won? Are you really, eh? I'm pretty okay. sure for the Ooh, piano. That's an interesting one, because I think there's an actual deaf woman that won it as well. Yeah, but uh, maybe. Who's that deaf actress? She's, so it'd be the two. It might be the, the, uh, anyways, it's a category. Maddie Martland? I think so. Yeah. I like is that. that. She's, hot. She's a hot deaf girl. I, I think it, it, it works either way. They talked about depressing comedians who died and stuff. Geraldo. I, it was very comic centric. Um, but they talked about the comedy works in Montreal. Yeah. And this is one of those sad stories where I heard about this on this. And then say four years later, I finally get booked to play there. And it's just like a sad, like not, <laughs> not, like, not what it once was. Yeah. And it's not how he described it at all. Not what he described. Like, and driving two hours to Montreal, you get and you're like, it's going to be like, because it, it's still only sat like a hundred people, but in this tight theater format with one sort of aisle down the middle. Were there a hundred people there when you performed? No, there were like 14. Oh. It was just, <laughs> it was just, it was just uh, the remnants. It was like going to see a comedy ruin. The relic. And it subsequently burned down a couple years ago. So it's, it's completely gone. Mm. Uh, critics are dead. Wait, it burned down a few years ago. It's funny how so many Montreal fucking Lebanese oh, oh, Lebanese it's, lightning. It's very interesting. It was somewhere around that incident that happened over the last two years because Super Sex burnt down. But critics are. They said critics are dead. Like, really? Yeah, burnt to the ground. A critic uh, can ruin your career or whatever. But I think that's no longer true. But critic is still a career because I like, were critiquing. The critic is the chosen profession for most of the world. Well, that's kind of what we do. Most influencers, though, and everyone just crit- like, what do you do? So critics are not dead. They're like critics are done. They're no, just they've just transformed. You don't have to be like um, knowledgeable in anything to become a critic now. You can just you know where before like uh, Siskel and Ebert. But what was their like? I was just about to use them as an example. What was their background that made them? Probably nothing, but <laughs> Fair. after a while, once they you know got famous at it, they probably had to put some work into it. I don't know what made them famous. Only the because there was only a specific broadcaster. If there's any other avenue, you could get someone else's take. Like it's well, that's what I mean. Competition for attention. Yeah. You could like um, back in the day. Yeah, I could have been a critic for whatever restaurants, right? Yeah. No problem. Yeah. What does it take? just takes me going and telling you what I think. Yeah, but you have to have somewhere to do that. So back in the day, you had if no outlet. It, that's what I mean. If my mom owned a newspaper, mm-hmm. then boom. That's that's probably how they got the job, Matt. Siskel's mom probably owns like fucking NBC or something. Siskel's well, mom no, owns it, it, NBC. It, 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 it like would that. have been a column before TV existed. But it was plays. And- no, Kamar's right. You were probably a journalist. But even then, like, you went to journalist school to then write movie reviews? A review and then turns into a critique. I guess, because you know what? Remember Jay Stone? Yeah. So I grew up with his daughter. Um, and he was like a, like a serious fucking journalist. Like, well-read, went to school for journalism, like, went to Carlton for journalism, like, wrote like serious reviews. You know what I mean? So back in the day, that was like And a- ended up as like a movie guy. That's what he was. Yeah, he was the movie guy for The Citizen, yeah. We're probably getting super robbed. Um, he talks to her about the old school and the new school, and the new school is given up for free. Then they will come live touring, and the other guys are like, well, why would you give it free? You get paid for it. And if those guys opened up and saw what it was, maybe they don't want to get bigger, but um, there's some well, great stuff we'll probably never... Like, yeah. who knows how many jokes Dave Attell is 
told and never recorded and and then and not told again yeah but i mean just that alone doesn't that make you say well you should go see david tell live like isn't that in itself an ad for- i know but david tell for some reason isn't doing stadiums and not that I'm saying he wants to but yeah. don't you think that oh i guess if you're not if you don't want a tour then you have to sell your special to make money. Yeah. But if you're touring, then the idea would be that your special is like uh, advertisement for your touring. No? So you would give it away. What is the difference between Louis C.K. and Dave Attell? What is the difference between them? One of them seems to care about making money and the other doesn't. Yeah. It's not just that. Again, I said work ethic for a reason. I'm not like Dave Attell spends his day reading the paper and writing jokes for that night. Louis C.K. is editing, producing. He does fucking everything. He's making a movie while writing a special that he's going to perform the night before. Yeah, the, you know he, what I mean? Like, Louis is a fucking with, workhorse. With his misstep, though, yeah, he should be uh, revered as one of... Because I was thinking, this is the sad thing about Andrew Tate. And the, the biggest thing is he's a bad role model, right? Okay. So we don't want to we don't want to broadcast a bad role model because we're trying to raise good people. What is a good role model? And I think the Rock. I hope so. Yeah. Well, I assuming so. listen, if we were going like what we know now, right? Mm-hmm. It would seem like Dwayne Johnson's a pretty clean cut, like worked his way from nothing, is now a you know a billionaire, might run for president. Like I'd say the the Rock is. If probably... you weren't a prick and you were looking at it subjectively, Joe Rogan is a good role model. Okay, there you go. That's closer to what because I'm, I'm thinking a role model that is accessible, that is thriving in this space. I, I feel gross talking like that, but like th- just see how whatever caustic remarks or way you took agitate how it just blew up. Well, who is the? It, it, Listen, I'll Joe, say it again. Joe, Joe Rogan. I'll say it again. Andrew Tate, if you just look at it on the surface, is probably a good role model. The guy, again, worked his way to become a world fucking champion through hard work. You don't fumble your way into it. You're not just born. Like, you might be born with talent. You're not going to be a world champion with a, a ton of fucking hard work. Again, so, sorry. sorry. No, so I'm just saying, on if you just look at that and you take no clips, no context, that is a role model. I think I'll answer my question myself too. I think well, did. you obviously had an answer. Right no, I, di- I didn't. I didn't because I don't. I want to see what you guys think. Yeah, Taylor, yeah. my answer so it agrees. Jocko Wilnick would probably say is a good example. Yeah, sure. A, Joe, role, a role model. Joe to me is the best example because he really is like he seems like the everyman. The Rock, it, you know, you can't. You don't. You're not the Rock. You, you know what I'm saying? No matter how. But The Rock was just a person. Yeah, that's my he point. He was a giant fucking person. Like, he always had just being big and strong. And yeah, but again, but hold on. He did. Hold on. He got cut from the CFL. Yeah, like how many people get cut from the CFL and become billionaires? <laughs> Fine. The Rock is an everyman. Um, Andrew <laughs> Tate, to your... I haven't listened to anything this guy said. I've seen a couple of clips... It's the misogyny, right? Where people are getting hung potential, up. Potential, potential. Like what do you mean potential? I haven't watched any Andrew Tate. What I said last week was someone told me that this was what he said. No, no, no. I'm just saying that is it. But right, when I Kamar? hear when I hear it's, someone say misogyny, it's like someone saying it's the feminism part of that that's offensive. Okay, hold on. Does he say like rude things about women? No. He doesn't. No, he he, he speaks, doesn't say he that they should a, like make in a, him in a fucking... possessive way about women. But he talks about always paying the bill, treating women like queens. Like 
He doesn't degrade them. I don't think. Like like other people do. Like who? I'm not going down that road. <laughs> um. So yeah, well, we have to tie this up. Live returns with the money is Howard Stern to be a great guest. Yes, of course. How how has he not had Howard Stern? It's almost like Howard Stern won't do it because that it's would mean that he yeah. is endorsing less it. big than Joe in the media world. Yeah, Howard's like I don't need publicity. I'm like Howard you should Stern. be coming on my show. On no, Sirius. he's like you've already been on my show. This is how this works. I made you. And Howard Stern is just an example to me of someone who I thought ruled, like especially when he was like. Doing some really crazy New Year's Eve specials. Yeah, New Year's Eve. Everything he did was incredible. I didn't even get to see because I, I couldn't get the pay per view. They got like six months later a VHS. Like, like he was just wow. He was the, the the shock jock. There's a movie about him, right? Yeah, like, private, private parts. parts. Private yeah. parts. Um, yeah. The shock jock. He's like the shock jock. Dude, Beetlejuice. S- say Baba that one Bui. more time. Shock jock. <laughs> <laughs> who I feel totally like is not who he is. But doesn't acknowledge it like, uh, yeah, I thought one way when I was then. Seems like he thinks he's still the same person. Sorry, one more time. And he's just getting older. Like, he's gone from the complete opposite of who he was as a shock jock. He's not a shock jock anymore. I don't know. Do you listen to his show on Sirius? I don't. He's definitely not a shock jock. Now he does like Adam Sandler interviews where he's like, so tell me about the process of making your last film. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea. I know he's on that show... uh, America's Got Talent, right? Look, you got to realize one, it, one of exa- those exactly. Simon, it, something crazy on it that. used to be like, let's bring in five guys with micro penises, and the one with the mm-hmm. smallest penis will have this stripper fuck. Which him. Is you know a what huge I mean? Like bit on the Legion of Skanks now. Really? Yeah, they're having a contest. The smallest penis wins a golden ticket to Skankfest in. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I in Vegas. <laughs> Simon, you feel so terrible for these guys. Like one of the guys on Stern, oh it doesn't even look like there's a dick there. Like you're just like, what's going on? It's so, it's got to be. Imagine, ugh. So yeah, Howard Stern has, has gone a long way. Um, well, actually, it's one thing to to go on Howard Stern, I guess. These guys are doing it just to get tickets to Skankfest. <laughs> yeah, it's true. There's a lot more here, but um, it, there really is. Well, they he talked. Why about, are you? What were you pressed he, for time? He talked about New York, New York, and how it's, got, town. it's gotten uh, hellish again. Okay. Which is just maybe a cyclical thing, but he t- this is a taxi driver. Have either you guys seen Taxi Driver? Of course. Excellent. Listen, you fuckers, you screwheads. Excellent. Here is a man who would not take it anymore. A man this. who stood up against the scum, the cunts, the dogs, the filth, the shit. Here is someone who stood up. Here is. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. From that and Simon to Rags, it brings together the budget in the box office. We all know they won't guess the year. And the Patreons are the real winners here at the J-R-E-E movie game. Come on, take it away, baby. It's the movie game. Where Matt and Simon go head to head to find out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made in the box office. This is a curveball out of nowhere. They'll get nowhere near this. Uh, Taxi Driver is our pick. Robert De Niro, a young Martin Jody Scorsese. Jodie Foster. Who? Jodie Foster was like 12 in this, wasn't she? Jodie Foster was the child prostitute. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, she There's was super young. There's another story about the Robert De Niro, Jodie Foster, Albert Brooks, Harvey Keitel. That was who I was thinking of. 
uh, Leonard Harris, Peter Boyle, and obviously Sybil Shepherd was a dime piece at this time. She still is. She can always get it. She can always get but it. But this movie's before you guys were born. Well, I knew that, obviously. Like Scarface came out the year I was born. I don't think that's a clue, Simon, but I like how you looked at What that. are you doing? He's Nothing. giving us too many hints. That's not... I know when Simon... Simon, you're born in 76. Right? I, I do not know what year you're born. You, Wait a minute. You guys are best friends. You've ruined this <laughs> I fucking... Think I did. I, I I'm think, not even blaming this. I think I did. I think Wait, you, I, how has he ruined it? I think you want to pull the shoot. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, that is fucking terrible. Why? Just pick a year. He just... We know it's before 76. No, but I don't deal. even know if I'm right with what I said there. Oh. Because I did not know what you guys were born. I thought you guys were both born in the 80s. Okay, let's go on. <laughs> well, that's not good. Wow. Do you have a year, Matt? Wow. I apologize to the I'm... fans and everyone that's under protest. A gritty look. Right, I have a year. Uh, yeah, New York City. Okay, I'm ready with a year. Do you guys have a taxi driver? I have 78. 78 as well. 76. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so by the but yeah, no, we're apologizing. We're done. I'm apologizing. <laughs> I'm throwing myself at the mercy. I fucked up. I, like it's been. My it's fine. It's, don't it's ever, don't ever talk during the fucking game. There's nothing you need to say. Queen died, Simon. Okay, sorry, Just man. Give me, yeah, give me some, I know it's true. Give me some space. It's true. Uh, all right. Okay, I am. Uh, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. It's a lot of dead air here. Uh, yeah, I'm just so happy it's football. <laughs> Kamar, when did you see this movie? Do you remember your first time seeing Taxi Driver? That's an excellent question. I would have to be like, uh, it would be after um, House of Pain rapped about it. In uh, Gotcha, okay. So around like 93. Just Another Victim or something like that. So like 92, 93, yeah. somewhere around there. Okay. 17, 16. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. All right, I had uh, I said it cost $4 million to make and it made 36 I said it cost twelve point nine to make, and it made seventy six. Wow! Yeah, I knew this was a bad one. Budget one point nine million. Whoa! Oh, I got it. You, oh, yeah, no, no. Actually, you did get it because the box office twenty eight point six. Oh, I won. Booyah! And the contested thing. I feel horrible. You did win, though. You nailed it. Nice work, man. I knew it was going to be low. Early Scorsese That's... in the seventies, and then the box offices back then weren't. Yeah, and there was still a big one, but budgets. There weren't movies that cost $10 million before like 85. Also, this, like like we've done in the past, this was probably filmed in like four locations. You know what I mean? <laughs> On the cheapest sets possible. Like none of these people were massive stars back then making. Congratulations to you. Shame on me for spoiling the game. It feels like the queen dying and the king being coronated. Like one thing's good, other thing's bad. But we move on. That's the movie game. Um, Bill Hicks, love cool Jews. You love to talk about some cool Jews. Sam Morell is a cool Jew. Uh, Julian Edelman, Simon Anisman. Who's Simon Julian Edelman? He's a foot NFL football player. Oh, okay, he's a Jew. He's assuming that I think. No, he is. Oh, okay, he is. He does the podcast with them, which sounds like a really interesting podcast because they'll get great guests with him there as a comedic. Uh, Side and Julian Edelman just talking about it. You're going through all the cool Jews in history. I think there's been a lot. In, uh, no, no, he just hit them. And then they talked about <laughs> two other cool Jews called the Coen Brothers who are working on a Scarface remake. 
Wow, I don't think there's amazing. a need for that. You could have done that as the movie game. We've done Scarface. Yeah. And I said it came out the year I was born, 83. Um, By the way, I just got to say this. Simon was at Trivia this week, and my lightning round was I named famous movies, and the people up at the lightning round had to give me the director. And dude, this guy, this guy was insane. Like, I had some fucking hard ones in there, like Boogie Nights. Oh, uh, Thomas Anderson. Oh, come on. Who directed True Romance? Yeah, this uh, is the real test. This is the real test. Oliver Stone? No. Tony Scott. And this guy nailed... Tony Scott, who they just had the problem remembering who it was, which Scott they were talking about. Because mm-hmm. he's the other Scott. Tony Scott did Maverick. Wow, Ridley that's Scott. crazy. Ridley Scott passed. Yeah, Tony Rick. Scott passed. Tony, Tony Scott passed. Scott, Tony and Tony Scott Mavericks passed. and Pass Away is dedicated to Tony Scott. The new Ridley Tom Scott did Maverick, didn't I he? I don't think so. And I think Tony Scott did Top Gun as well. Okay, My point, though, Kamar, was this guy didn't miss one. Yeah, I don't think I'd miss one. Well, you did. You just missed one. Oh, he's not Thomas Anderson? No, you just missed fucking True Romance. Oh, or, uh, yeah, True, True Romance. Romance. Yeah, Tony, Tony Scott. Scott. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, I did just miss one. Yeah, what did I just see that uh, Thomas Anderson did? Uh, oh, Hateful Eight. That's you ever a, see Hateful that's Eight? Quentin Tarantino. That's Quentin Tarantino. No, the hate, Heart Eight, Heart Eight. It's a gambling... Um, oh, I haven't seen it. Uh, I haven't seen uh, it. Who's, who's the funny... Tommy C. Riley, uh, all the guys from Boogie Nights. John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Um, Who's the guy that died of heroin? Who's an amazing actor? Oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, all those guys are in it. That's that's the only reason I remember that. Uh, he plays a clip from his old studio. What a disaster that was! Which which studio? The egg roll, <laughs> the Chinese restaurant, the spaceship, whatever. What? Remember he made the big switch and the reveals the red. Oh, the red one. Yeah, for like the, six months. It just shows to go. You can fuck something up, and it doesn't have to ruin you. Oh, it just shows if you have enough money too. You can just well, I hate this studio. Switch just, that up. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's an auto first, so the but it was so ugly watching them talk about narcissism there. Uh, I wonder how much that cost. I can't even imagine. Joe is just fucking raking in dough. And and the, Joe wraps it up because Sam starts talking about his podcast with Julian Edelman, talking about football, and Joe's just like, "You lost me." Check out time. The he best was never. The best was at one point. Sam Morell's like, "It's like Ichiro, you know. He just can't help but hit the ball." And Joe goes, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. I, I was like, he, "I was like, you, you, you obviously don't know what audience you have." There here, were Sam. a bunch of times where he made sports references, yeah. and you were just like, "Well, Joe has no." He went idea too far, and they didn't about. talk about fighting at all, and barely talked about COVID. I think they mentioned one incident on a roof or something. Doesn't matter. It'll come up. So <laughs> for that reason, I'm going to give this a three point eight. A 3.8. I'll give it a 4. I like Samurai. I mean, I, I actually, I'll give it a 3.5. There, it's just, this is all shop talk for the most part. So if you're... Exactly. If you're not into, like, Could get the boring. deep cuts of comedy, this probably ain't really for you, this one. But it was, I mean, Samurai, first time on. We like new guests. Big fan of that. Simon, what do you rate it? 3.5. Hey, wow. Wow. Oh, no, you no, give it 3.8. No agreement. No, no, he gave it a 3.8. It made it difficult myself. Ooh. Yeah, he did, yeah. So Simon peppers you with stuff. <laughs> Shame, shame. All right, we are going to take a break. We are going to pay a bill, and we'll be right back. Come on, name and a number. 1867, Eddie Bravo. Eddie Bravo. So the shaft of the the fucking millennium. Either way, right? (laughs) It is crazy. He's had Sam Tripoli and Eddie Bravo on, and he hasn't had Brian Callen on. That is quite the slap in the fast. Yeah. The face. Yeah. 
Do you guys think Eddie held back on this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love how he posed everything as a question. Like he didn't know. Yeah. Like he hasn't or already have done opinion. all the fucking research. I got to say this. I like Eddie. He seems like he'd be a fun guy to drink with, hang out with. Seems like a nice guy, family guy. My only problem with Eddie, my only real problem with Eddie is that like at one point he was like, I would need definitive evidence. And I thought to myself, I don't think there is any definitive evidence that would appease Eddie. What for anything. He, what did he need definitive <clears throat> He said for anything. He was like, I just need definitive evidence. And I just thought to myself, like, there's a lot of times where, like, it just, I don't know. I don't know what his definitive evidence would be, but. His own eyes. But even that. I think for him. But he believes things that he can't see with his own eyes. Yeah, tons of them. He believes the world is flat. He can't see that with his own eyes. But I think that's more like a dinosaur and a train. But even then, anything that isn't anything that isn't a mainstream media narrative that he sees on, like, YouTube that could just be some guy. He's like, yes, yes. His one example of that Levi feller was interesting. I mean, we I watched a video too. As she sent me down a rabbit hole, but oh, I knew that was coming. Um, <laughs> what was the rabbit hole? Turkmenistan. Turk. Oh, that's the whole uh, mud floods and the. Um, no, well, I don't know if it's mud floods. Not but- mud floods. Sorry, it's um, what's the lost civilization called there? Atlantis? No, not Atlantis. Uh, Anyway, sorry, go on. um, Turkmenistan has the uh, gate to hell. Yeah. Have you seen that? That fiery hole. It's just natural gas. They have the third most biggest reserve of natural gas in the world. Okay. They have a population of 6 million people, and they built a city out of marble and gold that no one lives in. Like the most advanced, beautiful city you've ever seen in your life. And you can watch it and you can't go there. Like they don't give up visas. It's got a dictator like North Korea. Everyone lives like around the place. And it's this crazy city. So organized. Seems so amazing. In the middle of the desert. In the middle of nowhere. Why? I don't know. It's just so weird. And you never you never hear about it or it's not like well, common knowledge of like cool places in the world. I mean... For- you know, most places that you can't travel that have dictators, why tell you about this cool place? Well, when you see it, you're just like, I do not know why I never heard about it. Because it's made of marble and yeah, gold. Yeah. But they have a building that looks like a book, and it's a library. It, and it, it, you think it's this backwards place, but this looks so advanced, like it's for someone else or something else. It's real. If you look at it from Google Earth, the designs are all like, it's crazy. It looks like the most advanced city in the world. Uh, and yeah. no one lives there. I mean, my whole thing is like, just because we don't understand it doesn't mean there's some mass conspiracy. No, I, I do not know what the conspiracy would be. Yeah. But this was just one of the things he said. Like, I do not know how to prove when they built the parliament buildings or they burnt down and built them twice. And in, in what period of time where they, he said, Jamie fact-checked it and said the Empire State Building was built in a year and 40. But Joe nailed it. There was like zero regulation. Yes. Now when you build a building like that, there's so much the code red and red tape. Slows it down yeah, because of course. those buildings Dude. in Ottawa take more than a year to make. Yeah. Listen, how does China throw up two hospitals overnight? It can obviously still be done, right? Like think about the Queensway in Ottawa. I don't know if you know this, but like when they shut it down last weekend, they replaced three bridges. That's what they're building across from Ottawa, the 
adult they, high school. They they're knocked building out a neighborhood to make it. That's place what I'm to saying. They, yeah, yes. they knocked out low income housing to build three bridges to then move them. So my point is like, it does seem shocking when you hear a year and a half for the Empire State Building. That does seem fast in 1930. I mean, listen, they had a ton of Native Americans up there just fucking no, no, slinging I, steel. I, I don't think it's magical or anything. What is that civilization that Sam Tripoli always? Oh, Tartaria. Tartaria. Thank me. you. Where they built all these buildings. Yes, That's yes, where yes, these buildings yes, yes, come yes, from. Yes. Kamar Tartaria. That's probably exactly what that city is. But but there are buildings in. Utah. Well, these are all examples that it would be crazier because there were buildings in uh, Europe. Yeah. The Colosseum was once, even how old is the, the Parthenon, Vatican City? Yeah, Two yeah. shows like that. Hard to figure out how anything could be built at the same time here like that, considering who was here, if it was. So what were the examples of buildings like that here? Eddie didn't have his... Eyes dotted, T's cross. Yeah, but he pulled up the Mormons' examples. That there's a their um, church or whatever main building is pretty insane, but it could have been built in the 1930s or whatever. But interesting that we go from the 1880s. There there wasn't anything here to Empire State Building, World Trade Center. Yeah, but it was called the Industrial Revolution. Yeah, <clears throat> it, it, it's just it's just an interesting acceleration yeah i agree but i mean again you you you're talking about people that came from like if you looked at europe when they came over here there was a ton of shit over there a lot of buildings also eddie acted like he had never heard of stonemasons like so many italians that came over here were stonemasons it's back like, in the old country if you look at anything with today's technology sort of wow it's, it's amazing but it still is amazing of course it is but my point is just if you brought over a shitload of Italian stonemasons from the old country, you could build a lot of stone, of solid stone structures in the States pretty fucking quick. A couple generations. Yes, quick, I believe, is a relative. With 10 years. Or... Well, but I'm saying 30 years, right? In 30 years with a, you know, a shitload of hardworking stonemasons, I don't know. There are just structures that we, it just, I didn't dive deep enough to get the, examples the world's fairs are very interesting when you start looking into them because there they built these massive almost cities in like a year and then tore everything tore down. everything down and got rid of all the records of them burnt them down like it happened multiple times and stopped doing them and then stopped doing them yeah so in a society that everything always gets bigger and grows and yeah but well, maybe they just decided like that wasn't the narrative they were going to push anymore. So it, it, it created too much ideas. I mean, listen, the world's fairs, we still do them. Just they're like, uh, I don't want to say segregated. They're like compartmentalized. Like any, when you go to Vegas for those uh, conferences, mm -hmm. right? Like, let's say it's a, a gun, you know, a gun conference or a furry convention. Sure. That those are all world's fairs just for, we, you know, their I mean, own little niche. Kind of. Those are gatherings of similar interest. World's fairs were like showing people what the future was going to be like. They were symbols of hope and, you know, they were different. I get it. it but if you different. went, if you went to some tech technology symposium, you would probably get the equivalent right like a ted talk the, the, in a way is like right. a world's they, fair they right? had like uh, every the best, the greatest minds different and, 
genre yes. of occupation had their thing to show That's you. That's what I'm there. saying. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It's just more segregated now. Sure. And it's not done on the level like the yeah. They, they just do them more often. Where they I think, don't build whole cities for them. Precisely. Anymore. They they just build a conference center that ho- that houses and, fifty thousand people. News. That too, yeah. But wouldn't it be interesting if they didn't really build those cities? What happens was they just use those cities, and at the end of it, they burnt them all down because they didn't want anybody to see how they were built sure. from the olden days. Sure. Because uh, Eddie held back uh, in this deep dive. I went into Antarctica just for my own accord. Love it. And when the the first time they took a ship down there was something like the 1930s, when they came back... They went to Antarctica on a boat, took some pictures, and came back. Well, how do you know? You don't trust history. Film. Okay. It's, it's filmed. It's the biggest parade you've ever... It feels like the biggest parade you've ever seen. Just the fact that this guy returned safe. It was such... It, 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 it's, it's weird to think how big stuff was. So I feel like a World Fair would be... Everyone would know about it. It would be like the World Cup of soccer. World Cup is a World Fair now for all. But I mean, Kamar, think about like the Wright Brothers' first flight. Like yes. there's only like a hundred people there. You'd think that would be Did the... Did anyone kind of, in Ottawa know about it when it happened? Yeah, this is what I'm or saying. how long it took for them to find Yeah, out. you'd think that sort of thing. There would be like a hundred thousand people there lined up. Like man is about to fly. This isn't, you know... It looks like it's a center of the universe. But I think you could also look at it like they didn't know that one flight. They had no idea that it was going to lead to. They didn't know even know it was going to work that time. <laughs> like, yeah, but it still felt like you you brought people out for I don't know. It's it's interesting. Yeah, it was just weird. This guy just for going to Antarctica was treated like a king. So what was his whole? There was there's always been free energy. I, I wasn't quite picking up what he was putting. Well, down there. apparently bricks do conduct energy. Well, well, the, yeah, I, yeah, okay. Tataria, this whole idea. There, that would have been the civilization that built all these like um, old churches that have those metal steeples at the top of them, and they were all actually just conductors of energy. Okay, but hold on. When you just just because you have a conduit doesn't mean it creates any energy. Well, itself. no. Uh, okay, I don't know where the energy was coming from. That's Tesla shit. Okay, but this is how everybody would have harness that energy for their homes and things like that my point is this is like it's fine to sit here and say bricks conduct electricity that's fine it's another thing to say well we built everything out of brick and then they were they have to be powered by something what was tesla's idea of his free energy whatever it was it's the same idea what about static electricity I don't think it creates enough energy to where it's like one little moment, but a billion moments. I, I don't know. I'm just, if enough people thought about my car being full of gas, do you think that would work? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, no, it's a lot of people, like at least a billion people. <laughs> you need that. Okay. Yeah, you need the mind force. of Okay. Well, if I got a quarter of that, I could fill up a quarter of the tank. Maybe that'd be cool. You just will your it's fucking just like views on the internet. You just like text everyone you know. Could I get everybody to think really hard about my gas tank for a second? What were those emails you used to get? Chain letters? You just send yeah. out a chain letter being if like, on October 4th, could everyone wish and me? If, and if you don't, you'll yeah. suffer a horrendous ten years fate. Of bad, yeah. yeah, 10 years of bad luck Pass on you and your family. Pass this along to a friend. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 10 friends. What are you talking ten about? 10 friends, sorry. So they definitely got us some unqualified... Uh, discussions about science and no, and, well, and yeah, medicine. let's These get guys, no, let's get into some of those. Well, first of all, what's up with stem cells? Oh, yeah, this is what, again back what's, up, what's up, up with stem, stem cells? cells? If they are these miracle things, what is going and on? We care about everyone's health, yeah, and well being, and they're not allowed 
It's the you have to go down to Panama to have to, some fucking wonky witch doctor inject them you have into to, you. You have to walk past the dunk donkey fucking show to yeah. get to the stem past cell. Past three lab. ayahuasca ceremonies just to get your stem cells. Maybe that's what triggers the stem cells. You have to see a donkey show for them to We we we, we Well done and done, Matt. Inject <laughs> me. Why why aren't they accessible and done? Yeah, this is crazy, right? Oh, you know why? It's Kamara. the Christian conservatives. It comes from the the dead yeah. babies' fetuses. But we are umbilical. We're uh, pro choice here, Mike Tyson and Kraft. So we have tons of. So do you think Roe versus Wade had something to do with like us not getting stem cells? Is that really the round? I'm not smart enough to figure it oh, out. Oh, if but... they were like one of the reasons we don't want you to readily have access to material for stem cells, right? Oh no, because makes, you if know there what? were more abortions, there'd be more stem cells. No, I yes. think it's. And but who is saying no to this? The pharmaceutical is the, companies. Uh, is it the unborn babies? Pharmaceutical companies. Umbilical cord, or is it the born babies umbilical cord? Because maybe then Rover's Wade no, is like good born. because that way there'll be more born babies and hence more stem cells to keep everybody healthy. No, Kamar, it's you've, the you've argued both sides. Yeah, it's I the know. pharmaceutical companies. They can't. I don't think they have a way to profit off of stem cells. Like think about this: if they're trying to sell you something. That's not going to cure you, but that's going to make you feel better. If you have stem cells, your shoulder's just going to be better. You don't need their pain well, medication. Why don't they just sell stem cells then? Like make it like aspirin and then you Because can they need money. to get stem cells from. But the, why can't. I know they have to get it from the What I'm saying the is they can't make it in a lab for dirt cheap. Why not? Well, I'm Are not they a just fucking not doctor. I'm not working on it or everything man has ever tried to do, they've been able to do. Simon, you're acting. Listen, most pharmaceutical pills cost you them meat? twenty cents, and they sell them yeah. to you for no, fifty bucks. You know what? Matt's right. You're right. I agree with you. Yeah, and I, think because we know that going to Doctor Neil Reardon in Panama is expensive because the likes of Joe Rogan and Mel Gibson do. You know, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. not no, Joe no, no, no. Schmo isn't going down there to uh, have stem cells. Uh, Matt's probably one thousand percent right. Uh, the drug companies keep everything good from us. That is a bona fide conspiracy, though. I think we can all agree. The stem cells? Yes. I, and how are, how are more people not talking about Why, this? Why, again, but think about it. The, the, the FDA is pretty much owned by pharmaceutical companies. The and FDA is the one that hasn't approved it in the U.S. Do you think the pharmace- pharmaceutical companies are on the down low owned by, like, really right-wing religious groups? Or forget right-wing, just it's really religious that groups like that? Stem cell is this thing that doesn't have its own lobbyist group. Like you say, because it doesn't make money. It can't fight for itself and push for itself. Like curing people, Matt, that would be like doing God's work, but keeping them just out of pain that's like human enough to get by. Is that why? Is that what's going on here? Is the medical industry just so caught up in religion and we don't even know it? What's the deal with stem cells? (laughs) That would be I, I really interesting, eh? Like, we always think there's this clear division between church and state, right? Like, yeah. with it, But we know there's not, like, clearly. I've been saying that forever. I, I, yeah. I'm right. So there is no division between church and state. So why is there a division between church and medicine, then? We assume that medicine, controlled by state... The only reason I could argue stem cells is, like, apparently it's a prepubescent cell or whatever that can do whatever it is because it's young it's really good at it so say you had cancer and you put it in the wrong spot it the would, stem cell may accelerate the cancer 
I don't mean, know that. It would seem though for, you don't know that you just made that I up. I just made that up. But even really, then, you Kamar, just made that yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. That's, well, let's. <laughs> okay. Let's say what you just said was true. Yeah. Let's just say that. I'm saying why we don't do stem cells. No, no. Hear me out. Let's say that was true. Every surgery where they put you under, you have to sign off on the fact that you could die. <laughs> so what I'm saying is like most people, given the choice of like living in pain. Or being like, well, I'll try stem cells and maybe it accelerates the... Like, I don't know. I just feel like that's not a reason to... They don't... The reason is a religious one. I'm telling you. Yeah, well, that's it's a problem. It's all about the babies. As we said before, that's a problem. They got to butt so out. So what is going on here? How is a religious I this, argument... I don't think this has anything to do with religion. 1,000% has to right. do with religion. That's why there's no stem cell research. It's ungodly. You don't know there's no stem cell research. Just the FDA hasn't approved the use of stem cells in the U.S. It's illegal, so the same way there wasn't a lot of research, not a lot of research, there is some, not a lot being done on it, like marijuana, was because it was this class one drug. I'm telling you, man, this this is so weird. We, we need to do a deeper dive. Well, I wish they had. Um, the body reacts to what you use it for. That's for everyone. Bear that in mind. That's just a fact of the matter. I got to say, too, it's it's always a weird flex where... Eddie will kind of bring something up. Not sometimes it seems like he hasn't really researched it. He's maybe just watched one YouTube video. And then Joe will <coughs> excuse me, Joel will try to like refute him. And Jamie will pull something up and Eddie will be like, Well, read it. And it's like, Well, Eddie, did you not read it before you came? Can you no, give us the Coles no, notes no. real quick? Or you hold him to the fire. I'm not holding to the fire. Listen, I like I was happy to see Eddie back. This felt like old Joe. This was Eddie's plan, though. He had a clear plan going in there. He was not going to like come out and say, this is what I believe. He was going to say, hey, what's with like that was all part of his thing. Usually, if you go back and listen to old Eddie's, he just says to Joe, they're keeping us from using stem cells. Babies want black. He didn't want to come know? off crazy. He was cool and controlled. Really liked the look. Um, I bet you Eddie gets un, uh, shadow banned on Instagram in like the next month or two. Interesting call. I hope for him. I just uh, think that now Joe has the inside with Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg, you know, I don't know. I feel like it's going to happen. Reels is a poor man's TikTok. What's Reels? The Instagram version? Yep. Ugh. You're not honest, you can't tell, but it's just it's the exact same thing. No. And it's accepted. Uh, Joe talks about filters, and it sounds like he got catfish or something. Here, do you want to hear the he top got, 10? Yeah. Like, I, you see someone's picture, then you run him to the hotel room. They do not look like <laughs> what they look like at all. It's a dude sitting there. He did not like filters whatsoever. He just feels like it's unfair towards men. There is so much uh, camel toe <laughs> or moose knuckle on the internet. Like well, with yeah. pants. It's, 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 it's just this... Little dirty secrets we do, like everyone's doing it. However, they can get away with almost simulating sex or having sex on the cleaner of the platforms. Yeah, it's of course. Being done as we speak. What do you think about the clip of the guy saying, you know. Did you say moose knuckle? That's what I said. Is there a lot of that's that? I know it's, yeah. Well, you, that's nuts. No, yeah, I, I know, it, but, but I know that like knuckle? camel toe, that's a huge demographic, but moose knuckle? Yeah, a, even on TikTok, <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of yeah, moose knuckles. Say they're one and on. the same. Okay, say they, say they are actually just both women. Mm, interesting. Moose toe, hoof, whatever. Like these are your uh, hoof. Fem, your femboys. <laughs> hoof um, toe. Hoof. I've I've, uh, I've. Well, hoof is camel toe. Well, it could I be guess. a horse toe. It could be a donkey toe. Well, why do you think it's called camel toe? Because whoever like made a, the joke up like the first time foot. is funny. 
Yes, exactly. Yeah. Or sheep's hoof. Or sheep's hoof. <laughs> um, climate change is the, the, the big thing now. Uh, well, that's what I contend. Yes, we, we understand how you feel, yeah. It wouldn't make sense, though, for companies, insurance companies, banks, to build stuff in places that are going to be underwater in 10 years. I disagree with that. You act like banks don't make awful fucking decisions. You act like the banks in the last 10 years haven't intentionally tanked our economy twice. Like they don't do the dumbest shit to try to just get a bonus. Well, okay, banks are one thing, but I don't think insurance companies would let anyone build something or insure something that is going to be So you're saying that's why global warming is just a total sham because... Not a a sham, not as uh, dire as they say. Sorry, go ahead, Matt. Just real quick. I love the thought that if the sea level rises 10 feet and 90% of the major cities go underwater, I love that people think that insurance companies aren't just immediately going to claim Chapter 11 and not pay anyone a dollar. How do you think that that works? What, what I would think is we would be putting our energy to relocate to safe spots. I'm with you, Kamar. I think this whole green initiative is a giant scam. But I also don't like this idea that you don't think that human beings have any effect on um, killing the planet. I can't say that. But it's only been for again industrial revolution. Yeah, it's not. It hasn't been long at all. That makes it hard to believe. It's unprecedented. First of all, because human beings have only been around making fucking smoke for or whatever this kind of byproduct for a certain amount of time. Yeah, but But, like, but but the leading cause is um, burps or farts from cows. I mean that Eddie, Eddie doesn't buy that. that. I don't buy that either. That's crazy. But the the other part that I'm willing to concede to you is that no matter what we do here, China, India, they're way Russia, they're way bigger polluters. Like on a scale of like the military, and they'll never and the military. That's the one that they never talk about. So they want you to give up your gas car. But trillions of dollars goes into the military every year, which is the biggest polluter. You know, the, the one they, thing Burn they never pits. talk about either is car racing. I was talking to a mechanic and he was saying it's ridiculous. Uh, but car, not- car racing can only be a fraction of like uh, uh, one of those boats. Motorcycle on the racing, water. truck. Like there's eh? so many cruise ships, vehicles, yeah. cruise ships. It's, uh, it, it can't, we can't stop what we're doing. So it's inevitable if they say what's wrong. That being said, I don't, sorry. Al Gore has been wrong about quite a few predictions that he made a billion dollars for in saying that the, by now the polar bears were supposed to be almost extinct. They've actually quadrupled like things that, but hold on, you can no brainers that would happen are not happening. That's a weird flex because you could you could go the other way and say thanks to Al Gore, there's now quadruple the amount of polar bears, right? N- nothing was done to change climate. Like it's been receding this whole time. Well, allegedly aerosol cans. Worse. We stopped using aerosol cans, so we save the ozone layer. Don't forget about that, Kamar. Like even something as stupid as plastic straws. The point, the point of the, the paranoia is it's putting people in positions that only the government can get us out of this mess. And I don't believe that's, that's the case. Yeah, yeah but no, hold on, I, hold I on. believe that is the case. Yeah, the government can get us out of this mess. It's, there, it's, it's like the Amazon but, issue. No, we've had this discussion before. The corporations have to figure out how they're going to make the money to get us out of this mess. The government can't do anything. 
Yes, if the governments, listen, governments can always do something by taxing appropriately so, or offering so incentives. Th- so this is an example of what's happening in California right now. They're having rolling blackouts. They don't have enough energy because it's hot. If you added everyone now is driving electric cars, they don't have enough energy for that. You don't actually believe they don't have enough energy to power California, do you? I don't. Well, I don't know why they're having telling people to turn off the air conditioner and. They do and that because it's in their best interest to sell something. There is no way they don't have enough power to run California. Yeah, I don't. Buy the it. reason they did this last time was like to fuck something up in the Enron. stock market. Enron. Enron. Thank you. There you go. So whatever they're doing, it's because they have so they other. Have, they have more than enough power to get all gas power cars off the road and just have electric in California. They're just. They're just. Holding them back till they get to that point. No, no. Keep in mind, why only whatever year it was. Let's say what, what year is it? Twenty thirty. Is that the year? <laughs> Were they banning them? Yeah. Let's just say it's twenty thirty. Okay. That means that in eight years, so you have eight years until then. No one at that point will be able to purchase a car in the state. It doesn't mean that a hundred percent of the cars in California overnight are run on electric. It's but, probably, but they'll eventually be able to ramp up that they'll be able to power all those electric cars if they hit that. And then they'll just point. make the tax on driving those older cars so crazy that you'll have to do away with them. Like that's the plan. And the that, electricity right? comes. Yeah, they from would coal. tax gas. They would tax and, the shit out of and gas. And then you would just have to switch. And then everybody ditches their old cars. And then there are new, no new cars being made, so everything's. Old. And the electricity to power everything comes from coal. It has to, that's that's the situation now, but what it has to be well, again, solar. California or has a nuclear plant. Nuclear, it's nuclear, nuclear, baby. Nuclear. I, I swear to God, I would completely change my tune if that was on the table and people were talking about that. Well, like I, I said, California has a nuclear plant. Boris so. Johnson on his way out said, we're stupid for not having nuclear plants. They have like 10, France has 50. Like there's places that are, are doing it. But it's, for some reason, our only option in here is to cut all the gas and go electric. No nuclear. It's not. You keep saying cutting all the gas. All freight, all airliners, all fucking, that yes. still all runs on gas in, no, no, indefinitely. We in Canada are trying to stop pumping out gas like to our detriment because we can make a lot of money. If we wanted to pump it out, but two additional, we're like, we're going to lead by example and go green and we're going to go broke in the process. Hold on. Until you keep, yesterday. Hold on. You keep saying, but one time you said we had no oil refineries. Then we found out we had three. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're obviously making one. The pipeline, we are oil. the pipeline is an issue. We couldn't make it and we couldn't make it because we signed contracts with the native Americans that said we weren't going to do that. You wanted to break those treaties. Yeah. And pay them off. Like yep. I, it would work out in the long run. I think we'll see what good is, but I don't think we have to get off oil. So, I mean, that's, that's a hold on. But why are you fighting for, this is the part I don't understand. Oil is run by big oil. Yeah. We hate them. Why do you want to be dependent? Not if you live in Alberta, but I got to ask you, they paid off their debt in a year because of oil. Why do you want to be dependent on something? We'll be dependent on Well, you'll be something. dependent on electricity. Like, we're already dependent on electricity. No, but I mean, but we're removing one thing from the fucking frame. You'll be dependent well, not, on a, just a new charging station. It's the same thing. Like, nothing changes for you. You still have to go somewhere, just like a gas station, to charge I your car. I think all these understand. things should still be employed, but there should be less of a tonal You know how we they lie? They get into you lie to uh, You lie about masks because you're afraid you're going to run out of masks. 
Mm-hmm. It's a really bad idea because when it comes around, then you lose trust. We, they should start lying to people that the planet's on the mend. And I don't think people are going to run out and start polluting. But just make it seem like we've actually turned around instead of constant doom and gloom. That's all I'm saying. What a weird... <laughs> so you don't like when the news lies to us. That's your one of your big sticking points. I'm contending they're lying to us that we can do anything about climate change. So but I now see. you want them just to lie. So to now yes, you want, yeah. yes, yes, because <laughs> people is, are this logic is incredible. People are very upset about the climate, like to the point that they devote their life to try to save it, and they're not doing anything. We talked about this before, raising awareness. I'm they're, just curious. Hold on, right? The guy, just left stop. those people hold off on. the hook. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. So the guy who's trying to clean up the ocean, he's not making any difference whatsoever. He's wasting his time. He, he should be a hero, and he's going to do that, and no one should stop him. But, but you the just person said, but you just who's said sitting someone in the middle of the road blocking the car is totally wasting their time. But yes. they are in that position because they've been freaked out by the media and are, are feel like it's a life or death every day of their life that they don't raise awareness for climate well, change. Well, no, but maybe the message shouldn't be that climate change doesn't exist. Just this is a better way to focus your attention. Go help this guy clean the ocean. It like, should be constantly things are getting better. That's all I'm saying. That's what it should be. If we... Uh, and you'd be like, Kamar, you're a hypocrite. That's propaganda. I think for the human uh, psyche, because it's a small number of people who actually care about climate change. Go to someone in Haiti yeah. and ask them what they think oh, about no, climate I, change. Oh, no, I understand what you're saying. Else. You're it, like, for those little segment of people, just give them a break. Exactly, Throw them a bone. Exactly, exactly. That's just what I think. lie to them and tell them it's getting better. Yeah. So if you live at a place where the beach is littered with garbage and the the forest is on fire because of drought, you want the news to be like, it's not happening. Everything's fine. It's it's happening, but this will happen again. It's a cyclical thing. Just a a different perspective. No, hold on a second. But wait, cyclical thing. Like, does that mean that we're part of this cycle? We could tell ourselves that. There are forests (laughs) that need fire to open up their seeds yes. to yeah, forget, new growth. Forget yeah. forest fire. Throwing garbage around, that's who, that's not part of... Who litters now? Besides smokers? Our dumps litter, Kamar. No, but our forefathers threw everything out. They there burnt was just a lot garbage of things. Bags. They, they burnt a lot of things. They served McDonald's and styrofoam. We so are, why can't we burn things? That somehow pollutes, We right? as people are so much more environmentally conscious and doing everything we can to save the planet right now like we couldn't do anything more if we tried i'm pretty give us a break let us know no we could do way more i'm pretty sure in the netherlands they convert their garbage yeah what do you mean no we couldn't do any more into energy what could we do more that's i've just told you something we could do what in the netherlands i'm pretty sure you can double check me on this they take their garbage everybody's garbage they burn it and they convert it to energy yeah we had that here so For some reason it didn't work out. That was Rod Bryden, the guy who bought the sentence. That if if that's a possibility, th- there you go. That's something we can be doing better here. That will actually make a fucking difference. And that is, you do not need to f- put fear into any normal citizens to no, do that. You don't. But again, I just you're you're too strong on the other side now. You know what I mean? No, Kamar. Do you write new jokes? Yeah. Why? You're already a comedian. Because it. Kills your soul to tell old jokes. Okay, well, like it's, 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 you only feel like you're so, doing something. So why don't you? So you, why don't you have that same attitude when it comes to like just making the world slightly better? Because you I, don't think you. Have, I don't believe yeah. you actually. That's can. a weird like comparison. It, it, it's not science that's saying we can save the planet. It's science saying the planet's dying. Like it, it's not proven that all these things are going to make it better. It's not. 
No. Listen, but hold on, hold on. If we do this, we will get this result does not exist. Yeah, With I get any it. Of these targets that we're all going to miss. And yeah, yeah, we I, all agree to that. So we're chasing our tail endlessly and stressing out at that's, the same time. I don't know if that that's is how, Kamar, innovation true. works like that. You say, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to try it anyway. Yeah. And then something good comes and time of it. and time again. Private corporations are proving that true. Not governments. Like, I don't think you show anything the government did unless it's the CFCs that have, that was like government intervention to save the planet. But they, they're not the way. That's all I'm saying. But you just brought up an example. Say, try to give examples of what about leaded? What about leaded gasoline? The government came in and leaded said, gasoline till 1921. No, it was later than that. No, until the 20, 70s. No, 2021 is when leaded gas got phased out. I looked that up. Yeah, you thought it was the 70s. Is that crazy? Leaded gas has only got phased out. Okay, but either way, who phased it out? The government. Yeah, I guess so. So. I don't know if taking lead out of gas changes climate change or just changes our brains because we're smarter. I'm just saying Joe did this funny thing in this episode too where he was talking about regulation like it was a bad thing. But then when when what's-his-name was on, I can't remember who it was, they had that argument about um, regulation in like building, like building code. And Joe was like... Joe was adamant and he was right. He was like, without building code, you end up with India where there's just people throwing up fucking buildings to the to the lowest bidder and then they're collapsing. And he was like, this is an area where government fucking red tape is the right thing to do for the safety of the public. I think uh, all that is municipal. And that should be the only thing the government really does, right? Is keeps you safe and keeps you safe. They make sure the buildings get built correctly. They make sure that uh, the city government and the provincial government should be able to take care of all that. The federal government should have nothing to do with it. Well, that's fine. But either way, there's still a government there in place that is, whether you like the size of it or the Or who's the in level, charge at this point. It's like if we had an unregulated planet, would this just be a shanty town of a planet? Well, no, but you know that giant corporations would do way worse than they're doing now. They'd just be fired. Now there the are some corporate, some um, Bridges falling rules you can't dump your toxic waste in these waters. And you know, if they didn't have those, they would just dump them in those waters because they don't give a fuck about you. Okay, hold on. Well, that's a good point. Even with regulation, we see corporations saying, go fuck yourself and doing All it regardless. The so, or feel... they just go find another place to do it. Oh, we can't do it in the United States anymore. Well, we'll go Guatemala. to China yeah. or to fucking India and we'll dump our garbage there. You yeah. guys believe the alarm about climate change is warranted? No, no. Isn't. You keep doing that. I'm, I'm trying to move on to put a button in this. Okay, well, you know it's what? I don't care. I don't care. It's not a real. <laughs> I, I want to die on. I just don't like that you're unwilling to waver at all. Come on, do, do you recycle? Yeah. Why? Because that's supposed to save the planet. But you don't yeah. believe it, so why do you do it? Because I do everything I can do. Like I, no, but but this is but this is a good. I'm not angry at you. It's this not that a, I don't believe it. I don't believe the alarm about climate is warranted but, or serving the psyche of humankind. But that's, hold on, any positivity? But that's my doing, question. It's doing more damage than trying to save the planet is. Okay. If that's my position. If um, I genuinely electric don't cars care. are a better thing for the environment yep. than the governments should step in and regulate them so that everybody can have a cheap That's car. That's your position. No, I'm just like, if they really wanted to make a goddamn difference. And then if that doesn't do anything, what was the point? The fact that they didn't do that, Kamar. No, I'm agreeing with you. The fact that they don't do that. Just, I believe they are doing that. 
They are not doing that. You know how much an electric car is? Well, no, we know you can't just do anything like this overnight, but I think that's what a lot of governments are trying to push towards. I think the wheels and everything to save the planet are working as hard as it can. The alarm is unwarranted. Okay, here's That's a question. It. Here's a question. Why do you the care? Planet's dying. Do you care how your car gets powered? Like you just need to get from point A to point B, right? Yeah. Or your scooter or whatever. Yeah. Fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you care whether it's oil or electric? If it's the same price, no, I do not you. care. I do not care. So there you go. Here's where I'll. Here's where so I will just meet. Do what the powers that be are telling us to do. Here's where I'll meet Kamar. Is if we're over here trying our hardest, but eighty percent of the other countries don't give a hot fuck, then it really doesn't it's matter. It's just a pattern yourself. Yeah, I agree with that too. Perfect. Now, still- but hold on. Just in closing, the U.S. has always been a lead by example. That's been their, you know, kind of facade at least, right? So, isn't that how you enact change? Just in closing. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. And when you like see like a factory spewing black smoke into the sky, you just think that's good? When I see how big the planet is from a plane, I think it doesn't, it's not a drop in the bucket, like that oil spill in the ocean. I know, but if they could do that a different way, a way that just didn't have all that Go smoke, for it. Right? Go for it. I'm not, I'm not saying I think we should pollute as much as possible. That's not my position. Um, steel man me this. Pfizer wants all their uh, vaccine data locked up for seventy-five years. We've already we've done this a hundred times. Why nobody, is that, why nobody is that a can thing? steal manu that. Why is it, you, you, we have to listen? To I feel good about it. It's everything. not. There is no reason they I, are hiding something from you. Kamar, I told you from the jump. If they're going to give them fucking immunity from everything, then you give us the drug at cost, and you make zero profit. Especially if you're not going to give us any of the data for a hundred years, no profit should be made. Zero. So that is a scam red flag area of this whole. Well, here's the question. If the government can force every business to shut down, then why, in theory, can the government not go to an American company and say, guess what? No profit. You're going to make this for the good of the American people. And we're going to foot the bill of the cost. Like, well, if it's if it's 50 cents a dose, we'll pay you the 50 cents. What we're not giving you is $5. Because your children are being saved by yeah, this money. If this really I, works and this is really for the good of all of us and you're getting immunity from everything, then you give it to us at fucking cost. I think they story. did have that in the United States at one point because of the war, right? Like they just forced companies to, you now build fucking yep. missiles. You used yep. to tin siding for houses. Not anymore, pal. Now you're tin siding and for keep fucking in mind, tanks. I don't like the idea of the government doing that, but if the government's going to tell every business they can't open, then you're doing that anyway. So, so one- it, after the fact, that sort of, that leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Bad taste. Terrible um, taste. We still don't have a good sense of where it came from. There's four. Just shoot out what you think. It's from nature. Evil scientist cabal. Um, accident. Or they just relabeled the flu. Or if you have another alternative to that. I mean, accident is the most likely. I think that's what it was. Like, um, again, I've, I've, this is where Joe, I think, has taken the best stance, where it's just fucking... People trying to profiteer off. But the fact they were history stuff, the, they, they should know 100%. This Do you remember happened. my Gina theory? Right. Like if you go back, yeah, go back right the to the beginning. With the yeah, bat. I made the flag with the bat and the needle. Um, that theory was that China 
uses uh, viruses all the time to cull their own population. Mm -hmm. And this one just got out of control. And they didn't tell us about it because they thought they'd be able to keep it in country. And it just didn't happen. So and that's there you so go. lame. That so they, that gives you your conspiracy. For it. Sorry? Well, they can't admit to that. But so that would be like a, even if it was a lie, just this is what happened. That doesn't exist. Sorry, what? No one, no one can come out and say definitively, and it'd be a lie. What happened? Nobody knows. I know, but you think that again, tie it up. Like, wouldn't that be the most important thing? So this never happens again, or to find out as much about it. Well, we don't really know what happened on nine eleven, and. It's this many years later, right? Do you think we're going to get... This day. You think this is going to get tied up with a bow, Kamar? I don't think it is. Well, it was interesting how they talked about how syphilis came from North America. No, they said it may have. They were uncertain. Oh, well, exactly. It may have. So I <coughs> it guess may have this been mislabeled. Be, may and... have been a flu uh, bat in an armadillo. But I think I you're... Mean, I mean, literally, that... you're, you're trying to find a needle in a haystack. Like, you're trying to find patient zero of a worldwide and I'm using air quotes here, pandemic. But you know what I mean? Like, I, And you think all the resources, everything we have, if we could do anything on this planet, we'd figure that out. That syphilis coming from here, that really seems just like a bad way they would have like tried to disparage the natives here, you know? Throw Listen, it's not, it's not completely outlandish that there would be something over here, some sort of disease over here that wasn't over there, right? That's not impossible. Different bacteria, it's different... Definitely not impossible, yeah. It's more likely that it came from those disgusting fucking Europeans sticking their dicks and everything. I would imagine it was probably from fucking goats or something. <laughs> yeah. Another interesting thing is there's countries that if this was as bad as they had purported to be, would be gone. Like Haiti, some African nations where they literally are living on top of each other, no masks, no social distancing. And there's not one story of them getting hit hard by it, you know? By what? COVID. The thing that happened. Well, we're talking about COVID now? Yeah, he's on COVID, well, yeah. That that was where we started with, with the vaccines. Yeah, but Eddie, Eddie does that weird survivorship bias where he's like, I know 300 people in jiu-jitsu, and they know 300 people in jiu-jitsu, and no one died in jiu-jitsu. And the NFL, no one died. First of all, the NFL, all the leagues were living in bubbles. They were doing, they were spending mucho dollars keeping everyone in a fucking bubble, everyone tested. So that's but a the, weird flex. The, but the flu went non-existent. Yeah. Which would have spread the same way COVID would have. Yeah. And then. I mean, there would have had to be a lot of false positives between the flu. Well, and they talked COVID. about the P PCR tests and the cycles, and I do not know what any of that means. Yeah, so I was going to say. Go there. Yeah, it I means couldn't. they were testing wrong. That's what it means. But what so happened? getting a lot of false tests. What happened to me in my experience is say two or three months in, I'd meet someone who had COVID, and then that'd be it. Like, that was my proof that you're fine. They weren't like Bell's palsy or something. They had a month before or whatever, so they got sick. And then I said, well, you're fine. I'll be fine. Especially if they were in worse shape than me, older than me, whatever. Um, what does that mean? Well, I, that's what survivors. I saw a survivor of it, so it no longer posed a threat to me. Because you didn't meet anybody that got it really yes, bad. Because no one he knew died. People got it bad. Said I was very sick, but I've gotten stuff and been very sick before like I, I did not see it was outside the realm of our existence of getting diseases and viruses right um the vegas shooting that's another weird one that just sort of i was hoping 
when he brought it up, he had something, but he just wanted to try to stir the pot. Oh, he did have something. He just wasn't saying it. Okay, again, he 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 threw stuff out there, but didn't want to sound crazy. Or like the there are some crazy fucking uh, theories about uh, Vegas about like helicopters shooting instead of the guy, and like you've heard them on Tripoli. He believes the UFOs is a false flag. I mean, maybe it is. Again, in the way of uh, climate change, it's just to, to garner power. Again, I mean, that's his whole theme: is the government. Wants to scare you, so they they could be the ones you take care of. I mean, oh, I, Eddie's a big time like great great reset Klaus Schwab. I mean, we've known that forever. All of a sudden, the Navy is saying um, that all of their video of any UFO or UAP is now confidential. It cannot be seen by uh, anybody because it poses a threat to their national security. Um, and yet they were okay with those last three being leaked. I mean, I would imagine that all of this shit is all part of some like winds of change CIA. It's so weird watching conspiracy, like alien conspiracy people now turn around and be like, it's all bullshit. Oh no, no. I think aliens 100% exist. I just mean this whole Tom DeLonge and, uh, to the stars Academy and, um, what's his name there? Um, you fallen out of love with all that stuff? No, I just, Lou I Elizondo. always said that there was a good chance that he was a fucking, <laughs> a plant, a plant, uh, but a useful idiot. I'm not saying he probably doesn't even know that he was being used for that because he was so like, these guys actually want to tell me about aliens, yeah. you know? I don't know. So, you know, so you, you, you just think the government is. I think there have there has to be aliens. There, I'm one thousand percent in on aliens, but like this, them telling you now, I don't know. That could all be part of some plan to make a space force. To <laughs> maybe we are going to see something like um, them use some sort of threat to. I think we're constantly seeing it. No, but like a real one, like an Oumuamua, no, you know? I, I don't think there'll ever be a, uh, a real one. Um, never waste a good uh, crisis. How many cows do you think there are on the planet? And this is just according to the internet estimate. How many cows are on the planet? Holy Jesus. Um, 14 billion. He's saying 14 billion cows. I'm going to say 5 billion. And it thinks there's one billion. What? Which yeah, because be, like India has no cows. No, a they lot have of India, cows. Has, India has all the cows. Oh, all the cows. They don't eat cows. Oh, interesting. They're sacred. Oh, you're saying by the time we take the numbers for every one that gets eaten and one dies. But it's just interesting. There's nine people per cow. If any of these numbers are correct, who knows? No one knows how many people are anywhere. Really. You're told that. Out of all the things you said about the global warming and shit, the one I'm 1,000% with you on is don't fucking tell me it's from cow burps or cow farts. That is fucking ridiculous. They're telling you that. We are spewing things out of like a million smokestacks, and you're going to tell me that it's cow farts? It's on the news. There's people People covered Big Ben a historic monument in England with paint to protect it from cow farts to stop them the from, uh, from, from milk from cows. Okay. What 
to raise, just raise awareness that the cows are the problem. You're talking about something different now. You're no, talking about these no, milk uh, terrorists. Yeah, it's it's all all in the same. They're all in the same cause. They're against the cows. Simon Baker Mayfield plus seven hundred scores a touchdown. So I fucking called it. That's good for us. Let's keep I didn't going. put him on your ticket. Oh. No, a billion so, cows, nine people per cow. It just doesn't seem like it adds up. So sorry, these seven people these per milk cow. people, Kamar. These milk people. Yeah. These milk terrorists. Yeah. They want all the cows eradicated from the planet. Yeah. So wait, your your belief is that because there's only a billion cows, their methane emission can't be making an environmental no, impact. That's what we we are telling Canadian farmers: you have to get rid of cows so we can try to save the planet. Are you serious? One hundred percent. And that's what's happening in uh, Netherlands. And that's where they're. Um, I heard they killed a bunch of cows because they had like mad cows. That something. happens too, but we're, there's a movement to stop cows because we'll save the planet. That's a fact. I, I'm not. I'm not saying I. I know it's false or. I so this group like vehemently believes that cows are like the antichrist. They're evil and they should be. And they're and they're also vegan. We should make just camps where we eradicate all the cows. Uh, no, Cow I camps. think they would stop with bre- extreme. Probably prejudice. stop breeding cows. I don't think they want to kill the cows. Breeding cows, because you think that cows are a man-made... That's interesting. No humans, that domesticated animal like that, no humans on the planet, are there 10 billion cows? Well, do you think cows exist if um, just left to their own device? Or did we make make cows? I I don't know. The same way we made dogs. We brought buffaloes closer to the house. And this is what happened. Yeah. In a world with no humans to protect them or put fences around them, cows are just dead. That seems crazy. By wolf. You don't think... No, because buffaloes exist. Elk exists. It's a numbers um, game, isn't it? Antelope exists. Cow Why wouldn't cows... Fast. No, no, but it's a numbers game. Like, Who knows? Who knows? I don't. I don't. I have no idea. It'd be interesting, though, if cows are just here because of us. Well, no, because what, what I'm saying is like a pack of wolves will take down one cow and they're fed for like a couple days, <laughs> right? But if we're not here again, it's only wolves. There's no dogs. There's uh-huh. less wolves. And I think cows would be more bison, oxen. These are more wild sort of yeah, bovine just, animal. I, I'm just saying I feel like they would find a place where there'd be less predators. I mean, again, predators would probably end up moving where the cows were. But that's a good... Who knows? In a situation like the Amazon... No, Egypt being a lush desert, uh, change you... From a lush jungle to desert has nothing to do with cars. We would feel that, right? Yeah, it wasn't all I agree our, with that. Uh, yeah, human had any. It just happened over time. We did make cows. Boom. What do you mean we made cows? Like at some point, the same way we made dogs, we made cows. We're the root of all evil. There were oryx, which we were like a giant beast okay. that were native to like land ten thousand plus years ago, and we. Decided, so yeah, for work and for well, I knew that we domesticated them. I didn't. For, wow. I never thought of that before, but that's how a lot of things are. I imagine, like, we are do you the think worst. we invented chickens? Now that I think about it, there was just like a. We are the worst. That's no the, the paradox. What came first, the chicken or the egg? The human. Well, we wild. we did obviously. <laughs> we invented chicken came from wild turkey. No, chickens are uh, chickens are dinosaurs. Yeah, chickens. Wild are dinosaurs. You're right. Like chickens. But, I don't know, man. I don't think chickens are dinosaurs. What are the odds Birds that aliens, there'd be some alien with some alien syphilis just came along? 
Well, that would make a lot of sense too. The man. virus would be very deadly. It, d- it doesn't even have to be an way. alien, Kamar. It could just be alien matter that somehow came to Earth. But again, it could go the other way. People sick, which is they maybe you're you're you have some sort of cancer, stage four, and you get taken on a ship. And you breathe in. You, you breathe in their air, hundred percent, and then they bring you back to Earth, and you go back, and they're like, you're not. Not even in remission. 100%. You don't even have cancer. It like, could be. They could, could go the other way. Just alien saying. diseases or alien. Kamar wants happy news. I'm trying to turn it around. Where maybe the aliens are the answer. Underpopulation, overpopulation. Well, right now we're heading to an underpopulation issue. That's what you think. Yeah. We don't. We honestly don't know. Like I just said, people tell you how many people are in place, but there's no proof of it. I mean, the overpop. Like, listen, Canada. If you couldn't, you could never say we're overpopulated. It's impossible. We have. Well, everyone could have fifty acres. Yeah, but it's not space; it's resources. We have a lot of homelessness in the world. Yeah. So those are numbers that no matter how big the world is, it means that everybody's packed into the same places, right? The population of Earth, as it stands right now, could fit in five hundred square miles. It was weird that they said five hundred square miles of L.A. I was like, you realize that five hundred square miles is the same everywhere, right? It doesn't. Yeah, but I think they were just reading. Yeah, whatever he, I know they were reading, but it's a weird way to put it. Well, it could have been Denver. Whoever could, whoever wrote it chose L.A. I get it. I'm just saying. You could just say 500 square miles. miles. You don't need to add a city. And I was talking about how I work at the um, convention center. Yeah. And the amount of food we throw out per event. It's staggering, yeah. It's staggering. And how many convention centers are there? Like, it's weird. It doesn't there's give no it to way the food, food bank. Is, well, you can't. Liability. Well, and oh, the experimental right, yeah. farm. We have a huge farm in the middle of the city mm-hmm. for anybody who's never been to Ottawa. They grow all sorts of corn and they don't feed the homeless with that corn. I don't think it's edible corn. Well, it's not edible corn. What's experimental? Hell does that it's experimental. Mean? Corn. Grow edible corn, you dummies. Well, I'm sure they grow. No, they, they, they feed it to corn. cattle. But Kamara, though, even the liability thing, it's a weird, like, just wave the liability. Like, do you think a homeless guy is going to be like. Well, hold on now. Where'd you where'd you get that banquet food? Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, just tra- it's transferring the food. And someone no, does get sick, then the whole y- thing's a problem. You know that in that Seinfeld episode where they made the uh, muffin tops. Yes. The homeless people didn't want the muffin bottoms. Mm-hmm. Like They're human too, man. Yeah, exactly. I don't want leftover hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> yesterday's no bagels. Nobody wants yesterday's well, I think what, what is this, bagels. a pig in a blanket? What they would be cool. This is the same place that... It's, <laughs> what is this, a pig in <laughs> there's a an entrance. There's an entrance that's under a uh, bridge. Yeah. And because it, it's a parking lot and stuff, but because... Uh, people would go there to shoot up. They play this super annoying, like loud, yeah, uh, Havana syndrome sound. Mm, interesting. So they're not going to set up a little soup kitchen at the back. When they tried to keep the kids away from Seven uh, Eleven, they played opera music. I remember, remember, yeah, yeah. When we were growing up, TV shows everything always worked out. Yes, Growing Pains, the sitcom, the like. Joe was um, wrong though. Law and Order did not always wrap up. It wasn't always just like... No, sometimes it was a to-be-continued. Not only that, no, but sometimes the bad guy got off in a technicality. Yeah, or yeah, that yeah, happened. Yeah. It wasn't... It was. Yeah, I felt yeah, like yeah, Law yeah, & yeah, Order yeah, was yeah, yeah. as cheesy as it was. They didn't always get the guy. Yeah. It, it, Law & Order has its cheesy moments, like with the way Briscoe used to always... Have his one-liner, yeah, yeah. But no, the show was amazing. Like, still still I fucking love Law & Order. It still is. Dun, dun. I'm just saying, if you watch it now, those early episodes, there's a lot of super cheese ball. Mm-hmm. It's also tough watching it now because you immediately know who the killer is because you're like, well, this guy's an actor now, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like you see, the nanny is like, uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> will be like someone famous. Jennifer and, Lawrence. Yeah, and you're like, like well, well, okay. For sure. Yeah. We know what happens here. Then they started talking about classic muscle cars. And I thought it was weird that Joe was like, I'm so glad I grew up with these cars that were the worst for the environment to be around that time with leaded fuel. And it was by the unhealthiest time to be around. When I love, everything was gas. I fucking love American muscle cars. Do you like the smell of gasoline? Yeah. Like from afar? So yeah. I do, yeah. But I, I'm i with Joe. Like, I want to get like a sweet ass, I don't know, like an El Camino or something or an old truck. But I want to put like new electric brakes and engine yeah. and steering. Like, I don't want all that old shit, you know? Oil. I will say though, like my stepdad, his uh, he has a 68 Mustang convertible and it's like all... Like, a, no power steer. Like, when you steer, it's a fucking... Yeah, your mom said we could drive it. She did, yeah. She did, yeah. She said we could recreate the... Uh... But if I had money, I would go buy Eleanor. Like, if I had... What's it called? If I had $30 million, I'd go buy an Eleanor for sure. Somebody going to help me out? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. We, oh, yeah, we got to recreate that, yeah. Cameron. Um, if they really care about uh, the planet... Oh, we're the- back. Then the government could regulate. Come on, hypocrite! A planned obsolescence. What? A, just you're not allowed to use. You're not allowed to make stuff to break down so you can sell more of it. Yeah, good, exactly. Tough, tough titty, yes. Like, so, don't you think the government should step in and do that? I, I just said that. I don't know if you were you understood what I said. It's not I all don't companies. Usually, though. you know what I'll say. But like, that would have been something they would have done a long time ago. Like Road is a good example. The guys that make this board, like they Free plug. They could easily make it so that you need to buy a new one every year. But instead, every week, they're like, hey, we fixed 10 things and we added five features. Here, take it for free. And it's already, this thing's at least 50% cheaper than it should be. So, I mean, all these companies make their money off these, what's the opposite of what you're asking for, right? They make things just to become obsolete. Yeah, of course. Planned obsolescence. Planned obsolescence, yeah. You know what's funny is I watch the the gaming industry, like video games. First of all, the numbers are absolutely staggering. How much money video games make the movie industry look like a fucking joke. If you look at the numbers, it's fucked. But I got to say, they've ruined the industry. Like, and I mean, fucking ruined it. Rockstar games in their heyday were coming out with, I think it was a game every four months. They haven't released a game in six years. Um, EA, as we know, are just the greediest piece of shit corporation on earth. They just give you a free game now that's garbage and they make you buy fucking shit within it and skins. They never come out with a full good game anymore. It's But it's hard for them to look like that's hurting the environment. So they can I'm not talking about the environment. It. I was just thinking sideways about some But do you want the government and, to step in there? And no. I don't like the government having to step in. I wish we could all just do the right thing. That would but be nice. Wait, we have a government. You know what I mean? There are definitely some things we don't want them to step in on. But if we're going to have a government, then fucking be useful for the things we actually need, you know? That we all agree on. I mean, here's a good... I don't know if you know this, but the CRTC, government government regulatory body, the... I I can't remember what it stands for. It doesn't matter. They are about to approve... Uh, TELUS is going to start charging all their customers a 2%. Yeah, we went through this. Already. Oh, did we? Yeah. yeah. And the CRTC is going to approve this. They've already approved it. So if you poll, how many Canadians, 
Do you think if you went out on the street and pulled a thousand and random Canadians, of have this done? It's of ridiculous. Of course, it's absolutely lunacy. And even if the government said like we can't do anything about it, then they should start their own fucking Crown cable Corporation. thing and force the companies into it by making the market untenable for them. You know, it's ridiculous. They could do that. My my whole thinking is: look, uh, of course, nobody wants the government to step in, <gasps> but we all agree there has to be some sort of government, uh, right? Mm-hmm. something like social media, these companies that are like preying on youth and like, we know this is happening. Yeah. Something needs to happen because if it doesn't 20 years from now, they're going to look back and say, Oh, well, this was the moment we should have stepped in. We've now stepped in because it's too late. Yeah. Sometimes that needs to happen. That's why we live in a society like this. No, dude, look Nothing? at Amazon. Amazon has put how many businesses out of fucking business and they give them tax breaks to the point where Amazon doesn't pay any tax. Yeah. So how is that? Amazon says it's employing everybody. Anyways. Yeah, but small businesses yep. used to employ those same people and they didn't get tax yep. breaks. So I don't understand. And Amazon, is, Amazon is actually employing people worse and they're, they're pretty much saying, come work for us, but just know that the second we can replace you with an Android like well, yeah we will you won't even see it it'll be yoinks and all that will be left are your shoes if that yeah that's it come on no no um cuba would be way better if socialism was the right idea obviously there's got to be a, in between yeah socialism doesn't work Anyone but hold on socialism is, uh, but like we have socialized medicine there are socialized yeah, there's, policies there's, like, that you can work around fire yeah well it's kind of like religion right like really they should you should be pulling Little bits from here and little bits from there to make the best religion possible. I assume the same is true with the forming of uh, governments. Yeah. You take a little bit from the left, a little bit from there, a little bit from here. Social is a little bit from socialism. Make sure everybody has medicine. Make sure everybody has housing. You can still make tons of money. Yeah. The biggest advertising opportunity in the world. Go on. Or one of the biggest Ice ones. This is a, that's a question. The Super oh. Bowl. What? Well, that's what we think. The Super Bowl. That, that, the, that was the answer to my question. But it, probably the Olympics, the World Cup is going to be huge. But the Super Bowl is a big one, right? The Super Bowl is the biggest because it's yearly. Like the World Cup, I bet, is bigger. I contend that Mr. Beast will get to a point where he's doing a Super Bowl every time he puts out a video. Like Super if Bowl numbers? Do, exactly. Generating that kind of income. I don't know, man. You're talking about billions. Yeah. I don't know about a, a video with a billion views. That's like Gangnam Style. That's very tough to come by. Yeah. He'll be getting a billion views. I don't know. Man. A video. I don't know. 10 years or or someone else will. And, and, unless the platforms were to like fall apart. But it, it, oh, it just keeps getting bigger. Yeah, listen, I, you, I agree with you on the fact that it's always ramping up and that you're probably right that it won't be Mr. Beast, but like down well, the road. No, my hope is Mr. Beast because he could save the world and he would with that kind of money. I agree with you. Jimmy's Jimmy's the last Jimmy's hope. Jimmy's the one. Uh, the wall is interesting. The wall is racist, but they're still building the wall. Well, how, did Trump, how did Trump get away with that one too? That was like one of his main... How did he get away with what? Well, that was like one of his main running points was yeah. I'm going to build a wall. And he tried. Yeah, but he was like, I'm going to build like a 60-foot wall yeah. made out of concrete and the whole was. way. They like stopped him somehow, didn't they? they nope, he, they no? were building the wall. Oh. And they picked up where he left so off. So what's the problem? I don't know. What's your... Well, sh- shouldn't you be happy? I'm happy, but 
the, the Democrats should be taking the wall down. The wall itself isn't racist, but saying that most people trying to get over are rapists and, and criminals. Like, let me give you an example. And again, this is just one shitty example. But let's say, let's say you're a father of two. And when you were 20, you, I don't know, you caught a drug charge or an assault or whatever. And you did time. And then you got out. And 25 years later, you're trying to move you and your wife and your kids to America for a better life. Like, they're never going to let you in, ever. It doesn't matter if you've turned your life around. So like I just, it's a, and I know, I know that it's not all those people trying to get in. I get it. There's, there, there are, are terrible, and are criminals. of course, but guess what? They fucking let terrible people in on the regular anyway. And then he talked about how they, it's uh, a, a child is more valuable to a child smuggler to fill the bottle with drugs and sell the organs. Jesus. And then it occurred to me. They could be selling them for stem cells, and that's why you go to Mexico to get stem cells. That's why the stem cells become a well, problem. That's dark. Guess, that's right? dark as fuck. No, no, but one of the reasons would be that people would start trying to profit off the stem cells, and then. But not if the U.S. did. Where it, do you get the stem cells? If the world was just open borders, do you think everyone would just try to go to America and burst the seams? Yeah. You could just go wherever you wanted. Yeah. I, I don't think so. First of all, most you people can't get to America. Do you know what I'm saying? Like people who are like in Iran or something, they're they're not getting to America well, if they don't have money. If, if there's no borders, doesn't matter how open the borders are. I think it's some places you're not allowed to leave a country or you proximity can't get into a is still an issue, is what I'm saying, Kamara. Like if you live in Brazil, let's and most say. people have like say five percent of the world is on a dollar a day, so most people couldn't afford to get to America anyways. Right, exactly. So it wouldn't be overrun. So would over would open borders really make that big a difference? I don't know. I, I mean, it's an interesting listen, experiment. The argument can be made that the U.S. became great because of open borders. Uh huh. I, I I would prefer a world where the borders are open. You could just go where do whatever you wanted. I don't know if it would collapse, but I would prefer that. I would prefer it, but I think it's a pipe dream. Pipe dream. Uh, I love uh, Eddie calls himself a common sense again. <laughs> I think that's a funny. He's funny. Eddie's funny, and and I think Joe's dearest friend. Uh, once upon a time it was Brian, but obviously for this. Well, this was solidifying that he is the top friend, and Brian is person non grata. We noticed, too, that uh, Eddie has not been in Tony's corners. There's something going on with Eddie. I don't know. He's laying real low. Tony Hedgecliffe? Tony Ferguson. He used to corner Tony oh, Ferguson. He hasn't been in his corner Tony's the last couple insane. fights. Um, <laughs> Tony is insane. Tony is He's a, insane. He is a screw uh, loose, yes. Have you ever seen anyone who just turns their back to someone and just sort of taps their feet Dude. more than him? I want him to retire. Um, the CNN health expert complained about masks, saying it retarded the development of her children. Yeah. Another blight on this lockdown thing that didn't work. Yeah. There's some Biden bashing. The hologram thing seems like, imagine, say, we talked about it, you could do your comedy set at five clubs at the same time. If it was accepted. If it was real. Like, looked really real. Be hilarious if you started doing crowd work. That would be weird. That'd be weird. <laughs> we, we There's like a fat black woman. And I guess, I guess you're like, you're work. a cute couple. <laughs> uh, Andrew Tate, Andrew Dice Clay, Andrew Dice Clay, the original misogynist. Yeah, he got, got canceled. canceled. Yeah. Very just second comings of sort of things. Uh, well, it's you, funny because they always talk about him with such reverence, but they do forget that like his act does not age well. I speak like, of him as reverence because I was 14 years old smoking hash. Like, Listen, my dad loved him, but I'm just I, saying I is him. if you look back at those specials, 
It's like a shitload of white people and him yelling like, if you don't know the language, get out of the country. And all of them cheering and saying the line. You know, it's it looks, it but doesn't it, age well. That's all I'm comedian. saying. All, no. But don't forget. Try to think of good material that really ages well. I think I put him in that Lenny Bruce category. I was going to say this too. the rudest. You, you, you get the real, um, I forget his real name, Andrew Silverstein. You get the real him on Arsenio. Arsenio Hall. Remember when he when cries? He, when he cries, yes. Yeah. He is. He was the perfect comedian for a thirteen-year-old boy. Like it couldn't have been better timing to be thirteen. Yeah, crafts nursery came. rhymes. Yeah. yeah, little boy blue because he needed the money. And you're fourteen, so you don't really realize like, oh, he's telling Asians they should learn the language. Or get, you know what I mean? It doesn't. Like I remember raw and delirious. Like. I didn't yeah. know what gay yeah, was. Yeah, it never really occurred to me that he was like, I mean, in, that he was going in hard raw, on the gays. It, you could, you but in delirious, it was, really hurt someone's Keep in mind, I was really young, right? Like, I was born in '83, so when when I watched those, like, I was probably too young. But my dad didn't give a fuck. Um, arena comedy sucks. Yes, it sucks. It just sucks. It sucks. It's only fun for the person because I'm performing in an arena. And it's fun for Joe. Yeah, exactly. It's not fun for anyone watching exactly. Joe. Like I can tell you from a person who's seen Joe at one of those shows, it's not fun. Yeah, exactly. So this is the big tell moment for me that this was recorded before the Fight Companion. They bring up movies and play the Matt Damon DVD clip. Yeah, yeah. That Brendan Schaub during the fight campaign yes. brings up as his yes. own knowledge. Yes. And they yeah, listen correct. to us as a new information, which is the true skill of being a podcast. It would yeah. be great if Brendan was in the green room. Because you know how you can watch the show from the green room. He sees them pull it up and then is like, Mental oh, note. it's like that Matt Damon. Yeah. My <laughs> yeah. thing to add. So, yeah. so, so that's, that's. Did you guys happen to talk about this <laughs> at some point today? That's the big time mark for me. Um, Spartan gay culture, all that stuff is weird. That is weird, eh? Super like, weird. Um, the Spartans are so celebrated. They made movies about them, and meanwhile, they're just a bunch of fucking weird cum now, fuckers. Now they're a bunch of weird cum fuckers. There were no laws there. It wasn't like... It really Why changes? does it ever it, seem on. like a good idea to fuck young boys? Because they, they thrive. They succeeded. Unless fucking the young boys was the their demise, maybe it all worked. It, they, they had brothership and... It really changes the uh, the message of 300 when you think about him like getting blown by a young boy like, Desh, hey, Sparta. If, if laws are what they are. Um, if laws are what they are, what well, does that well, mean? Well, no, like... Cr- I, there has to be a law for something to be a crime. Yeah. Right. So, uh, if fucking kids was legal, then it would just be normal. It's yeah. not right, but it, it would That's be That's a crazy argument. That's the, you can say that for everything. Yeah. Stoning women, women Everything. Voting. Yeah. Yes, yes. You so it's that. A, that doesn't make any sense. But you cannot put yourself above Spartans. Like you're better than Spartans cuz Yes, I am better than Spartans because I didn't fuck tiny children. None of the Spartans yes. polluted yeah. the planet at all. <laughs> I'm still better. Okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's interesting that AIDS was like a frowned upon gay disease until a rich white woman got it through a blood transfusion. Fun fact. Fun and, fact. And it, like, it, 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 just in this, and then she fucked every no. She, well, she fucked it. Who's plan up if AIDS was designed to kill gay people? But just as a opposite reaction to what we did here with the pandemic, and then 
do you guys so do you think is that what you think Kamar? do you think uh, aids was invented to kill gay people and then it just exactly like that kind of like you're saying covid just got out of control and i have no idea i just think like there was definitely homophobia back then like there's homophobia today i'm sure but it was much worse back then in that they just let a population of people die from a disease it did and not it, take it seriously until it went mainstream. And why did they hate gay people so much? Well, church, right? Like this yeah, must again, be again, again, the mixing of church and so state. The church, the, the Vatican developed AIDS. Boom. I wish Eddie had us on the show. And finally UFC one. Do you guys remember UFC one? Yeah. It's crazy to watch UFC 279 and realize like you were, it's like if you'd been watching football since the first Super Bowl. Yeah. I've seen everyone up. Like, there's people who are born today. Well, like UFC is just this. Like, if you had thing. started watching the XFL and it had actually survived, you yeah. know? I've yeah. seen Same. a lot of UFC. Yeah. Like, I remember my dad. My dad, I went to his place one weekend and he had the black box, right? So we, he had every pay per view just on loop. And he showed me the ad. He was like, you have to let your mom let you come over next weekend. Like we'll switch weekends. Cause you have to see this. It's like sumo against karate. And like, and I would argue it seemed like some of the new sports are like bare knuckle or uh full contact arm wrestling. Like it, the, how those start. None of those have really flourished yet, but slapping, I guess he's slap boxing. Um, like blood sport, seeing blood sport legitimately changed my life. Really? Yeah. Cause I didn't know like, that kind of shit was But you saw ninja you know? movies before that. I saw I know, ninja but movies. this one was different. This was like... Styles versus style. It was so real to me, you know? It really felt like These, something that happened. was possible. This yeah. happened somewhere, and it yeah. probably did. None of those other ninja movies seemed like they were possible. Chuck Norris never seemed like he was possible. Yeah, it's you true. Know? This seemed like, fuck, yeah, man. There is Kumote happening somewhere. <laughs> and, and I am going to be a part of it. And once again, people are betting on it. That's everything I've ever Eddie Bravo rated, boys. It's nice to see Eddie back. I'll give it uh, three and a half. I give it a three, four, because Eddie held back and because of the mystery of the fight companion and that. Hi, that out of the great allure gave us some talking points. That was fun. No, I feel bad. I Listen. I don't I tr- like being deceived by these people. I don't think I'm being, de- I don't think we're being deceived. I think Joe is being straight up with all of them. I think Joe was like, I'm having Eddie on before. You guys should show up after for a fight companion. If Eddie got into a full flat earth and space is fake half hour, this would be a, maybe a five. But why? We saw Sam come on and do the same thing and we liked the episode. No, they know better, but I would just like to open it up. Oh, another thing. Did you know after the fight companion, they all went up for dinner with Alex Jones? And because on the fight of the kid, Brian and Brendan talk about it, and Eddie and Alex went off apparently. So Eddie didn't talk to that podcast, but once they got out of there, um, did you see Andrew Callahan? All gas, no brakes. Uh, is that the one you talked about with the Sasquatch or him lighting up? Yeah. So he Andrew Callahan interviews Alex Jones. You didn't see the trailer? No, I've not. I seen think it. I told Simon. I think they pulled the trailer off YouTube. I think Alex Jones made him because he asked him about Sandy Hook. And Alex Jones goes fucking nuts. And he start, he goes, I killed those kids. I did it. I went and killed those kids. He starts losing it. And then he storms out of the interview. But his mic is still hot. So he's like in the back room. And you can hear one of Alex Jones's guys like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you can't be out there. And he's like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Fuck all this. It's bullshit. I'm done with this. I'm done with it. So I, 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 in my mind, that, uh, that makes me think good of Alex Jones. 
Well, he then says, he's like, I made cancer. Cancer? That was me. Yeah, he just said some outrageous. <laughs> yeah, what yeah, was the Bigfoot thing? You said he, someone invented Sasquatch. Oh, I think, yeah, he, that's it. He's like, Bigfoot? That was me, too. Uh, I invented oh, Bigfoot. Oh, yeah, he took credit no, for Bigfoot. Yeah, he no, said, he, he was like, I started everything. It was fucking did hilarious. It, did it make you think less or more of Alex uh, experiencing it? It makes me think more of him. I don't think less of him anyways. I mean, I feel bad for the guy. I think he definitely... He's got a drinking problem. Yeah. And I know, you know, that can it it's tough to live life when you're drunk. And again, it's sort of interesting to see him like almost like a Howard Stern. He was so lefty when I was a kid. And now he's ready. He just went so hard in the paint yeah. on that fucking Sandy show. Hook stuff. Like, did it like make him a super amount of money? Like, why did he just 168 million? They're saying well, that's, that's what he made he off lost? those episodes. No, that's what that's what Infowars store made has off. made. But he would have made that off of gay frogs. Like I agree. you know, it didn't have to be that. He was popular anyways. This is what I'm saying. He picked this like cause and just went fucking off the deep end, man. Let none of us have, let none of us be as worse as our worst mistake. Yeah, I mean it's So I mean you gotta rate the episode. I give it a uh three and a half i love eddie i like the way he was only asking questions but i feel like kamar maybe there was more i feel like they talked about ancient civilizations and like some other stuff too he asked a lot of questions you know open-ended questions hey joe what do you think about this you know how about nuclear energy yeah yeah all right well that's an episode if you made it this far thank you so much we love the shit out of you we hope you enjoyed the show. Maybe you're willing to go a step further. We have a Patreon. If you want more content, it's patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Uh, you can join for as little as $5 a month. For that $5, you get the post, Joe. It's the show after the show where we shoot the shit, talk some non-Joe stuff. We'll probably get back into football picks again, Kamar, I assume. Like and subscribe. Um, yeah. And then there's a YouTube. If you want to watch uh, clips of the show, I'm going to post some clips there. You can share those. You can tell us we're garbage. Tell us how much you love Andrew Tate. It's youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. And uh, we have merch that you shouldn't buy. It's we are not JoeRogan.com. I got to fix that this week. God, I just got, I'm, I'm terrible. That's it. That's a show. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we hope you have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open.